This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash co-optional. Welcome, welcome to finally. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh okay. finally, the co-optional podcast. <laughs> I just can't get away from technical issues, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sky me. saved the day today. Yes, no, he I was no. the one who knew what happened. So, right. no did. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so this episode of the co-optional podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Go on <gasps> over to squarespace.com/co-optional to save 10% off of your first order. Build it beautiful with Squarespace. Our guest today (laughs) for this episode, the 26th of June, also known as uh, the Adventures of Captain Spirit release day for people. (laughs) Our guest today is the one, the only, Sky Williams. Sky, welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, we're doing the round of applause this time? Oh my gosh, round of applause. No, 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 no. no. Guys, come on. (laughs) Oh, oh, Yay! Well, I uh I, I I definitely do not deserve a round of applause, but thank you for trying. <laughs> you do, you showed Very up and you stuck with us. All the bare oh emotes God, in the chat. I woke up. <laughs> uh, I did. <laughs> I did wake up. I, did. I, I did thought there up. I thought there was gonna be more. Thank there. God. There wasn't. <laughs> Thank God you're not asleep on this podcast um, right now. Bro, um, Who I knows mean, what'll I'm, happen? I'm about so, to be. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm such a delinquent. Like I'm I'm I would have just slept till four, and that would have been it. I mean, <laughs> um, that's that, what I hear about you. Sleep delinquent. schedule. Oh sleep yeah. Four, stay up all night. Oh, I leaned. Four. I I leaned right into depression. I was like, all right, we're gonna sleep in. Let's eat. Wear just sweats. Always sleep. Oh, just all yeah, just like when got I'm it. Asleep, Oh, sleep is so good. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the sleep cast. Yeah. Where we talk about sleep and eventually <laughs> fall asleep. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while, Sky. It's been a while since you've been on, isn't it? Yes, it's it has. It's been, been like since, I think, months. November of last year, I think, we had Sky on. Seven, seven months. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's definitely time to bring him back. I have a lot of guests that I'm hoping to bring back that we haven't heard from for a while, but I thought, you know what? Sky Williams. I was the young flex pick. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I think that I was like, I, I, I was going to be on a show in the future, but Jenna had said that like, you know, she wanted a show. She wanted someone to come through like earlier because she didn't have a, like a, a really like a, like a solid guest this show. So I was like, well, I'll do anything you want. So I'll do anything you what do you need I was like unconditionally yes like you need goofs I can bring goofs what do you need just give me time to wake up and I'll be good I'm still waking up I will be fully up at like one 
<laughs> one my time. Yeah, um, the, the whole situation with this was that um, obviously E3 just finished and mm. also oh. uh, VidCon was happening. And so a lot of the people that I had approached to guest on the show this week, they were like, oh, I just got back from VidCon like last night. So That's fair. Yeah. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder if Sky went to VidCon. But even if he nope. did, at least he's kind of still in the area-ish. Oh, I would do it no matter what. But no, I didn't go to VidCon. I haven't been to VidCon in three I've, years. I've never been to VidCon. I've never been to VidCon. How about you, Justin? Y'all aren't missing. I but. went one time. And was that it the was first enough. year? <laughs> it wasn't the first year. It oh, was okay. a year. And I don't, all I know is it was Look, it might be different now. It might be different really? now. It might not be no, like false. Tween no. Fest, no. but really? it was Tween Wait, Fest when no, we like, went. Isn't it, isn't, that, isn't it Hank's thing? Hank does it, right? He sold it, but he's still very involved. Yeah. It's owned by Viacom now? Something weird like that? Wait, Hank sold it when it happened? Yeah. VidCon. When did that happen? Make by... your money, Hank. Okay, Hank. That's, I mean, that's the whole thing. If you're the ideas man, make something. Owned by Viacom. Yep. Let it be a little bit successful. Sell it. Oh, Money. Is, Profit. Uh, VidCon's not, you know what VidCon is now? Let's go, Hank. VidCon is literally just people trying to sell young tweens their shit to like help them grow. As far <laughs> oh. as I can tell, it's like, do, are you trying to make it big on YouTube? Come see well, panels. Come yeah, buy but, our products. When I made it big though, we should celebrate. <laughs> when I went a few years ago, it was entirely about the signings. That's why, like, every year when there are signing problems, like a bunch of people didn't get through the line or, you know, people bought tickets for whatever and didn't get to actually... Any problems like that are such a huge deal with VidCon because literally people are just like, all I want to do is show up, get my shit signed by my favorite person, and then... Leave. Oh, that's so I don't sad. know if that's the case anymore. I don't know. That's Maybe the not. Case. Maybe that's what I'm saying. It might be totally different it's, now. But I mean, it, when it, I was it, going, it, that's what it was like. It looks. It looks like uh, a lot of uh, creators are really finding their stride with their audience, and it's it's growing exponentially. Um, I I might go one year, but I, it did seem kind of overwhelming. But I mean, still though, I'm like coming down from the high that Hank sold it, so I'm just. You know, <laughs> I'm do you so do you want to go ask him to like borrow some money or something right now? Oh, I, no, I feel not at all. <laughs> Hank, Hank to me is like one of my seven gods on Twitter. Um, he's uh, one of the seven. Number one two, seven uh, gods of Twitter. Yeah, all seven hit me. Okay, so the uh, the, the <laughs> Messiah, the, the the Messiah, my my king of Twitter is pretty much any bear. Um, that's not, a per that's, not a that's not a person. That's just, just not a person. Just say it. I, I was not finished. Hold just on. I'm going gonna, gonna to look up at any bear and see if that's actually a person. <laughs> any bear must be a person. The, the mountain from Game of Thrones would be my current number one. Oh, wait. What am I saying? Ben Brode. I'm so stupid. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Like, that dad? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jack's film is amazing. Uh, I think that it's Twitter is great. It's, like, it's literally Three. like... Who are your top seven, and why are they all X special? Oh, I just, I just, I just <laughs> worship so many people on Twitter. Any bear is Vernon Brewer. Oh my God. Okay, and his last tweet was September twenty sixth, twenty eleven. What does it say? And it says, and I quote: "Is the hash is the text 
hashtag mightier than the sword yet. That's what he wrote. Oh, classic <laughs> Vernon. <laughs> classic Vernon. Classic Vernon. Yeah, yep. Just like we remember from 2011. He didn't know he was going to be so popular. Another another right great now. one. Uh, April 20th, 2010. Happy 420. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, We're getting oh a snapshot God. of who this person is. Oh my, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are only ten. Like the Ten Commandments, there are only ten tweets. Oh Whoa. my God! Mind blown. Uh, any bear is Moses. Any bear. I'm, I'm going. Here's to another. Run here's another one. My air conditioning on. Hold on. Oh my gosh. All right, and here's now another, I'm gonna. Here's I'm, another one. I beginning to think there may be something to this Chupacabra thing. <laughs> this guy's great. And at any bear. Uh, here's another one. Korea, Korea. What do we do? Uh. <laughs> Peace be one. That's right. I said it first. Hank, coming up. <laughs> and now I'm going to nosedive like coming this entire the, the entire Ooh. Twitter discussion and let you guys know that I changed TB's Twitter profile. You can hate at me all you want, but I thought it was no his old profile wasn't Wait, like any what kind of when I got when I left. Huh? Oh, I was just telling people that um, I've changed uh, John's Twitter profile. It makes sense because oh. it it wasn't updated i guess so yeah i changed it you guys can fight me on the on the christopher nolan batman quote that's fine but <laughs> i liked it why would anyone fight you this is, makes no oh sense. you'd be surprised the amount of people who rage at me for like tweeting them like chrono deals for like the games that john actually liked like i haven't tweeted a chrono deal in probably about seven days because there hasn't been anything on that he would have liked or that he would have you know wanted to push out to people <clears throat> But it's just like, guys, I'm just trying to save you money. It, it, is like Valve also responsible for the Steam sale in that way? How dare you notify us of games on our wish list that we could buy on sale? What? Yeah, but complaining about things is um is actually a great way to get attention. So I, I definitely <laughs> don't like. I don't blame them. I complain about shit all the time. Hey guys. Mm. Yes. While we talk about this, in the words of at any bear. Oh no. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Where will you be when man sets foot on Mars? Think about that. That's deep. I will think at, about and, that. at any bear is only 10 tweets, y'all. He made only 10 tweets and then was gone. That that is the this is my new 10 commandments. This is it. This is my religion is based right. off of these great things. Like we need to add another rock to our collection of one physically oh, that is that is deep what does that mean man what's that mean Let's scholars call, will think about it for centuries to come we need to call deepak we need to get you know him like his own book deal like right now any bear <laughs> at any I'm bear motivationals at any bear is my new you were right cry you were right <laughs> sky you were right you were totally right what can i say he's Classic number one murder. at any bear is number one you were right you've convinced <laughs> me i am number one I am on board this train with you. I will go to church with you on Sundays now okay, and agree. praise at any bear. Like, <laughs> Day any bear. Oh my God. I yeah. would love to go to a black church about any bear. That'd be tight. Should we talk about games or <laughs> like, no. what's the plan here? <laughs> so uh, last night I had this revelation again, yes. uh, you know, come at me because I have nothing to lose. 
But I've decided that. Whoa, where are we? Whoa, where are we starting today? We're, wow, we're, I'm, we're going. We're going with the uh, the the changes, the radical radical woo changes that I've decided to make to the Co-Optional Podcast without consulting anyone. I made an executive decision without consulting the other two hosts. If it's about the release list, then it is about the fire release away. list. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's gone. <laughs> Okay, so we'll talk about releases as in, like, for example, The Adventures of Captain Spirit is released today. Why? It's a pretty significant game that I can pretty much guarantee you someone in this show will play. I will play it. I know that for a fact. If the other hosts have a game that they are playing or that, you know, they know is coming up very soon, sure, we can talk about it. But I'm tired of this whole... Let's go to Steam and look at all of the games, like all one million that came out this week, and let's scrape the bottom of the barrel and find maybe one or two funny it's just descriptors. Into a, yeah, it's just turned into a big goof fest. It's not actually. No, <laughs> it isn't. And I like so. the goof fest, but we can have goof fest about other things. I feel like I feel like we're doing more. Like goof just fest. now. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. any bear. Hashtag any bear. <laughs> And wouldn't you guys I mean, rather have hashtag any bear than talk about this I mean, like, one you shouldn't, like, game? You should yes. definitely not like I, I, I definitely understand uh, how territorial and standoff uh, standoffish fans can be, especially stands of John. But I think that you Stand. I don't think that you, you definitely should not get like you can't let anybody's words affect you at this point. Like I'm not. That's, it's yeah, yeah. Gone. So if, it's if, gone. If, you, if you change something, if you change something. You gotta just, you gotta drop that shit like Beyonce. You can't do any, you gotta just go. You gotta just drop it, make your changes, and be like, that's it. If you don't like it, see ya. Yeah, reason, you know, reason one was really because we were scraping the bottom of the barrel, it seemed. Reason two is I actually looked at the analytics, and it showed that I think over 60% of the people who watch the show tune out once we get to the releases section. Sure. So that's a pretty big indicator to me that most of the audience doesn't really hang on for that. Most people just probably left their browser window open and walked away. Mm. (laughs) What do we uh, Instead, I'd like to bring back something that we used to do on the TGS podcast called Host Topics. And so when Mm. we have a guest, they actually get to pick the topic and we discuss it, basically. Um, But also keep in mind that this podcast was trimmed down from three hours to two hours. So my idea is we'll do our welcome and our initial banter, which we have just completed. Then we'll go into some news topics and talk about games that we have been playing or games that we are looking forward to playing or are currently playing now. And sure, if we oh, happen to find this diamond in the rough indie game that you know maybe we should bring to your attention, then we'll bring it to your attention. You you Ta-da! scheduled you scheduled banter. That is very funny. <laughs> well, it always well, happens. So yeah, it we does. Uh, we we did banter check. Okay, banter banter good. banter banter banter. <laughs> well, it's your show. I'm just here to talk about anything. <laughs> Sky, what have you been playing? We have to do news first, Brock. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. News. Oh, are games. we swapping them too? Okay, we'll do. What news did he? First. Did he actually do it the other way? Why would yeah, you? We always right. talked about the games we played. Wait, 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 are we matter. doing? Wow. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold yes, on. Yes, yes, hold swear on. to God. All right, Jesse, go for it. Hold on. What? God damn. You need to understand. Times change, and as at any bear once said, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out of here. them evolve, Charlie. They have a long way to go, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> the prophet has spoken. I apologize that I did not allow adequate enough time for banter at the beginning of this show. <laughs> the banter will now commence until Jesse Cox says no. 
I want to just go to where you are and inflict pain. Just a consistent stream of pain. What would any bear say about this? What would any bear say about this? Sky, come on. What would any bear say? So the news, uh, lots of news uh, that is probably something that we should talk about. Wait, do we do? Do you do news or do you do tea? Because like, oh, you, you, I know you've got tea. I know you've got oh, tea, yeah, and we'll I mean, get there. We do news. We got hot. I mean, hot goss. I think drama works, is right? gay man's Gatorade. So I'm like, I'm just you know, I'm always up to date. But I also, I mean, news too. You know, I feel like I'm the the guy playing the fiddle on the Titanic now. Right? <laughs> crashes us into an iceberg <laughs> in news we don't have too many topics um, you need to stop sounding similar <laughs> um so one thing i i did want to talk to you guys about and i know it's you know the majority of our audience being pc gamers are probably going to hate me for this but bethesda suing warner brothers because they basically cloned fallout shelter for their new westworld ios yeah. game it's like blatant too it is <laughs> it's really blatant i would love to tell you that i haven't been playing such you know ios trash but i have been <laughs> i've not been paying any money but i have been playing this game and it is such a blatant ripoff of fallout shelter it has its own little you know interesting things that follow along with the show if you happen to watch the show Westworld, which I do. Mm. But the the big key in the case for me was that Bethesda's like, in the original Fallout Shelter, we had this bug and we fixed it. So we know that you stole our code because that bug is in the Westworld iOS game. Interesting. And it's like, they're, they're like willingly, we did something wrong, but that's our something wrong. And so right. we know you took it. <laughs> Wait, Warner Bros. did that? Yeah, Warner Brothers uh, are the what? ones who are publishing it. So, isn't, isn't that the people that go like that? Yes, Yakko Wacko, their sister's off. <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, what? No, don't steal. <laughs> I mean, Warner Brothers has also brought you glamorous iOS titles such as the Harry Potter child strangling simulator. As right. people yes, will remember, from... I do. I do remember that yeah. was a very recent. That was very recent. It's yeah. basically a, a tap game, and and so is this. So is Shelter, except Shelter actually has combat, which makes it cool. Shelter. Okay, so Sam's actually been playing Shelter on the Switch. They've added so much to that game since when it first came out. I've been yeah. watching him play it, and I'm like, you couldn't go to like when it first came out. You couldn't go to bases with your explorers and stuff could you i don't um, remember that being a thing people to go do stuff i don't know that yeah you could yeah but you could it, there wasn't like a dungeon crawly sort of element to it uh, i don't think so yeah that that's a thing now which was super bizarre i was like Ooh, among what us? the fuck is this game In this game <laughs> what i've never seen this are you uh, just a mongoose is that a is that a bear what game are you hmm. talking about shelter are you looking at? Oh, you're looking at Shelter, the PC game where you are a, a an animal. <laughs> that yeah. game's actually good. Shelter oh. is actually pretty legit. Did you ever play? Did you play Shelter, Brooke? Steam, Yeah, we're talking about iOS, which is why this conversation oh, shouldn't even be happening. God, I was like, I was like, you just get to play as a Fallout Shelter. shelter. Okay. <laughs> but no, literally, God. Shelter Shelter's actually pretty good on PC. Who knew that bears were going to permeate this podcast so deeply today? I just Not didn't fair. I didn't realize. 
swear. It's not fair at all. That's the dirtiest thing I've ever heard a mother say ever. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, speaking of Fallout, uh, Fallout 4 mods, uh, there's this amazing mod that is trying to make it like Fallout 76 already. So it's called Fallout 4-76, and so they remove all the NPCs. Okay. Uh, 95% of the rural folk, 80% in the towns and the cities, and in their place spawn human griefers that hurl abuse and then try to shoot you. Because that's what happens when a single-player game becomes an MMO like that, right? Right, because all of the humans are going to be played by other people, so right. obviously. Right, got it. And then um, the mod will hurl nukes at you just whenever it wants to. And a lot of times you won't get a lot of warning. So okay. they are literally creating 76 via a mod already, you know, working on it in Fallout, which I thought was kind of hilarious because it's just like hurling abuse. They literally coded and modded for hurling abuse because that's what's <laughs> going to happen when you open up the game to multiplayer. Right. Trying to um, simulate what it'll be like. Indeed. So is this... Is- I'm embarrassed to say that I, uh, out of all the franchises, I don't really play much of Fallout. I just watch my friend play it. I've, I've never really played a Fallout a game aside from Shelter. Have you guys ever played Pac-Man for the Super Nintendo? Pac-Man 2? <laughs> no. I played Mrs. Pac-Man back on my Sega Genesis. All right, yeah. so, 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 so get this. Uh, Pac-Man, the first game, obviously, is what we all know. is Pac-Man going around in a circle, paying his bills and eating ghosts and shit. But Pac-Man 2 was a side-scroller adventure game where right. Pac-Man would just walk and your job is to shoot things to piss them off or to make them interact with it. And so I'm looking at Fallout Shelter and my ignorant mind, it looks like obviously a way better version of that side-scroll aspect, but it kind of looks similar to that. I don't really know how it plays though. Is it always 2D like this? It is a 2D game, but it's like a shelter management game. So okay. you're like you're like a, a god force that's like managing all of the people that are inside of a shelter. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's oh, the wow. rip or what's the Warner rip? Let me see. The Westworld <laughs> game, the Westworld iOS game. All right, let me just go ahead and oh wow. Yeah, so like you can just tell by the body shape, the head shape. They're the same. The- <laughs> oh, I have to, I have to just click off. Actually, I'm gonna exit. Oh, that's not good. Don't get caught like that. Some of the dev team for Shelter did work on the Westworld game. You know, Warner Brothers is obviously the publisher and you know collaborator. So right. it's it's mostly just about you know looking back and saying you can't take bits of a code that we paid you to produce for Shelter and and just reskin it for Westworld. Right, and especially Jesse, if you're why do you look bugs. so horrified? Did he did he just reach the end of any bear's tweets? And any bear just followed him back. <laughs> I googled Pac-Man Two: The New Adventures. A new hey! <laughs> Straight up, the craziest effing thing I've ever seen. Can you believe that was Pac-Man's take on a fucking sequel? Like, I, it's it has nothing to do with the original game, and it's scary, and it's like. I mean, I just, it's a wild game. Uh, yeah, the only thing much is than that is Faceball. Faceball for SNES should be never made. That shit's scary. But yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so scary. I'm actually going right? to I'm gonna let the audience see this because this is, Why the this hell? is pretty like, ridiculous. Hello? Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm going to This is scary. start everyone. Here's a link to, if you don't even start the video, just pause it at 
Pause the video at 2545. That's the scariest scene I've ever seen in <laughs> this game. Ever. Ever. And and that's Pac-Man, bruh. Can you believe that? Pac-Man 2. That nigga took a directional shift that I have never seen in my entire life. How do you go from eating pellets to like a platform game? That's crazy. <laughs> like, look at this screen. That screen is terrifying. And they call it Pac-Man 2. I need you to know that that is not a spinoff. That's not Pac-Man goes to the store to get milk. No. Although I think that happens in this. I've been yes, it does. The first video. quest, the first quest that you do is Miss Pac-Man. She's like mad at you because you didn't get milk, and now you got to go get milk. So to get <laughs> milk, you have to walk over to the right where the cow is. And you got to shoot the cow with your slingshot. When it reacts, you shoot a bottle that's hanging on like this fence post, and then he takes the milk and he goes and gives it to Baby Pac-Man. And then later there are, on, there are two Pac-Pac oh, pack, pack children in this. Yeah, <laughs> pac Pac-Mans. Yeah, they're yeah. Pac-Mans. Pa pac Pac-Man I I don't even Pac-Mans. Yeah, there are two. You're right. Pac-Men and Pac-Women. Thank you very much. Pac-People. I'm going to take my right. bottom in. Pac-People. <laughs> Packers. Ah, yes. Mm. That's why they look like Ooh. cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the scariest thing I've ever showed to stream ever. Oof. <laughs> I'm not into that. I don't like that. Damn, I'm very <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean that to. That I... terrifying. It's I not... know. It is. That's just what I got like immediately when I think of like a 2D thing where you just are always in this 2D plan. I always think about that game first. It's a curse. I don't want to think about it. But... <laughs> no, Fallout's are are all different. Um, for the most part, they were 2.5D, and then the newest one was an FPS uh, in the vein of like Skyrim, for example. So, what yeah, is 2.5D? What does that mean? Uh, like Diablo. Oh, like isometric. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So, Got it. else in yeah. news, if we're ready to move on slightly. Mm -hmm. um, Summer Games Done Quick speedrunning marathon is happening now. Started three Yo, days I ago. Yo, I watched, uh, God, what was her name? Some delightful young British woman yes. play uh, the original Tomb Raider last night and scum the hell out of it. It was great. She was so good. She was just like, and every time she's saying anything, she's like, this next section's quite sketchy. And she like did this whole thing where she like would go through walls and stuff. She's like, oh, so sketchy that was. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Uh, um, I That's all I saw. I tuned in because I want to see the newest Tomb Raider. Someone's going to mm. choose that one, but I guess I missed it. And so I went and watched someone play the old Tomb Raider. And it was great. It was so cool. Do you guys enjoy speedruns more when people glitch through things or when they don't glitch at all? Uh, I enjoy when they don't glitch. Me I like, too. I find it way more impressive. Yeah, but I also think they don't that, break it. that some of the things, like watching an old Tomb Raider run where she like stands in a corner and jumps and suddenly is pole vaulted up to the top of a thing. I'm like, how did anyone ever figure that out? Right? <laughs> right. Like, I have all these thoughts of just like, how did anyone know that you could run through the, there's one part where she literally, she's like, if you run while touching the wall here, you trigger something that skips the entire level and you can run and grab the treasure instead of the door closing and you have to do the level. I'm like, who figured that out? What yeah. was that discovered? I love learning stuff like that. I, I, it gives me lots of questions. Um, I think one of the funniest playthroughs that I ever watched was, I think it was Sonic Boom. 
there's like a section where you play as knuckles and they literally just like in one second just walked through the entire le- like got oh, above the level and just walked through it and then jumped back down I was like well that's that that's over <laughs> I was like, oh. yeah I, I I personally like I can't watch speedruns. It's just anxiety in a box to me. Like it's just basically called anxiety that quick. Cause I will always just like, I'm like, oh, please don't mess up anything. I just don't want to like, I don't want to sit here while something is messed up. I would feel terrible. Has and anyone ever I, messed up on a speedrun? Oh my god. On those okay. shows? Sometimes um, they, yeah. they don't make their like some sometimes they say, you know, I should be able to do it in this amount of time and they don't quite make it. Like they keep fucking up. I think it more comes like it, what gets ruined on shows like that is the fact that these, you know, these people that do these speed runs, they're just, they're so, so good. But I imagine that like, I don't really know how big the community is. So sometimes you'll have like an awkward, like an awkward interaction. Yeah. It's on a lot of, it's on a lot of cringe comps and, and it's like, they'll, you know, they'll put their hand over, but then it's like, oh wait, that's not appropriate. So, I mean, that's the only thing I've seen in one of those things that's like a fail, but in reality, it's just... Oh, gosh. I don't think I've, don't think I've seen anyone fail. Enter the Gungeon failed um, a while back, so that was one. Um, I'm trying to think of any others that were, like, big in that's a way. like kind of a... Like, it's a, it's a rogue, never... so, like... Yeah, it's hard. Um, um, that, the dude that... I don't know. Again, I'm very ignorant to the to the scene, but that do you guys do you guys remember that guy that had the Pac-Man records that cheated? You are all about Pac Pac-Man <laughs> and Bears today. Thick. It's, yeah, but he cheated. <laughs> I mean, he, I I haven't even gotten to ask Sky his opinion on Smash yet. I mean, we're not even there oh, yet. God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm gonna just look down. Oh no. Uh, what I did want to mention about the uh, Games Done Quick Speedrunning Marathon, um, this is their summer edition, and it's raising money for Doctors Without Borders. Um, right. So it runs for a week. It started three days ago, and they just finished raising over $2.25 million for charity. So oh, that was, damn. damn. Yeah, so people do watch some of that speedrunning stuff. <laughs> Um, if you want to check their speedrunning marathon out, their channel is over at twitch.tv slash games done quick. And if you go to their website, they have a full schedule of like who is going to be speedrunning what, um, which is millions? very helpful. 2.25 million. And that was like in last the spring, night, I believe. Someone last night thought he was a thousand bucks at a, at a pop. It was just like, I'm a real big fan of Tomb Raider. Here's a thousand dollars. I was like, damn. Okay. Yeah, that shit's that, crazy. That is so great. I'm so happy. That's amazing. It is amazing. First Hank and now donations. Everybody getting money. <laughs> okay. But you know, that pales in comparison by the amount that Fortnite earned in just 90 days. $100 million on iOS only. Oof. Well, for this, uh, for the Fortnite, if we do discuss this, I well, will just look We're down discussing it now. So if you want to say you know something what? about good, it, good eh. for Fortnite. I'm good. Good. For Fortnite. good for kids having something that isn't Minecraft to play. Cool. Um, so, side story that has to do with Fortnite. Uh, two kids from the local high school ROP came by my door and uh, were like, we're like selling gift cards and stuff for their group and whatever. And we wound up like having a big conversation. They were asking what I do. And uh, of course they were like, do you play Fortnite? And I was like, no, I've actually, I'm really bad at those games. So I haven't played Fortnite. And they were like, oh man, 
gotta like it's so obvious that every kid plays Fortnite. Um, I'm too scared. But go on. Sorry, you're right, dude. When you when you watch like people who are really high level at Fortnite, it makes you feel like you should never touch that game. Oh my god, that, that's it. Okay, God, you said it perfectly. I, the other day, like, <laughs> I was I I honestly like I wanted to play so bad like. Cause you know how I'm desperate to stay relevant no matter what. So I was like, all right, so I'm gonna just start with Fortnite. But like, I saw this dude like build shit and he was building like 80 walls. And I was like, oh no, this is my age. This is it. I can't keep up. <laughs> and then I just got stressed and then guns. And I just, oh. <laughs> so I can't do it. I really want to though. I mean, Aww. it spawned Ninja who when so, I watched Ninja on the news, see, everybody was hype about, you know, yes, the Drake thing was tight. Cool. Yes, his, his tournaments are dope. I was the one popping off at the news because when, like, Ninja was professional, I was like, let's go! <laughs> Show them! We are not all, like, you know, what they think we are. Like, I was so hyped. But is that but the other stuff, the Fortnite stuff, I don't get it. I, I can't keep up. I'm just old. Yeah, me either. I feel like I'm so far behind that I'm just, like, nope. And just, their cameras, just their, their, their cameras are going all over the fucking screen. Right? How do they even know what the fuck is going and on? And they're building, they're building perfect homes. It's, it's <laughs> like, I don't even know the point of building. I assume you're building so that you and your significant other, after the game is done, could just be there and chill. I have no right. idea. Yeah, that's one sky. There can be only one. They're building it. Yeah. What? That game is just the opposite of me. I'm a giant bitch. That game makes you fight, and it closes <laughs> the area. What? No, I want to hide for the whole <laughs> game and then come out last second and stab someone in the back. That's all. But I can't there. They forced me to fight. Fuck that. No, you can. Hi look, look, I've only played three times total. Uh, the highest I ever got was second. And I feel proud about that. I can be number two. Uh, yeah. And I hid. That's the one where I hid. And I just happened to hide where everything shrunk around. And so I fortified a little thing. So when everyone got there, I just killed them all. And it was great. And then I got shot by a guy who was like thousand feet in the sky who like was living on a sky fortress. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But he deserved that win. Yeah, that guy was on a sky fortress. But see, but like, I, was that, in hole. I can't. Right. I, it's just that like, it's not just a black thing. I think it's just, no, it actually, no, it, it might be. For me, it's so hard for me to be. <laughs> Where a are you going player. with this? Hold on. <laughs> I'm saying that culturally it's difficult for me to play a game and get bodied like you like everyone loses right like but there's a difference between losing and what i think will happen to me on Fortnite. <laughs> i will get eradicated i saw some like emotionally torn to pieces is what I saw, yeah yeah i saw some asian is streamer that what's only saying that he's asian for the color and nothing to do with i don't you know whatever he could be whatever and he shot a gun it it it, it, it put him over a wall and he shoots this dude in the head like it was nothing I'm not even excited about it. That was just normal. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way. Yeah. Sometimes Speaking. when I'm when I'm watching those games, a person will shoot like seven people in a row, like kill seven people in a row, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, they killed so many people, and they're just carrying on like, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's nothing. <laughs> and it's it's nothing to them. I kill one person, I'm near tears, and <laughs> they just kill seven. Like, yeah, whatever. You know, oh, totally weak. Could have killed seventeen. Like, Speaking anyway. of causing mental distress, uh, the <laughs> NHS is uh, now opening their first clinic to help treat gaming disorder. 
Shana right. has the best segues. <laughs> do I? Aw. Love it. So what do you guys think about this whole World Health Organization basically now saying, oh, gaming addiction, we need to address it? A lot of the a lot of the articles that I was looking at did have did have caveats in there where it was like, we don't think that it's gaming addiction on its own. We think that there are other mental situations that can create an addiction or like, you know, like situations like that. Is that daddy? Um, that is daddy. <gasps> she shit all over the place. Okay. Oh, oh the joy of childhood. <laughs> oh, wow. That's oh commitment God. right there. That is commitment. Yes. Oh, oh my God. How hot is he consistently? <laughs> he just wants oh to die. <laughs> Look on his face. Was just, I can't Aww. do this. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Serious topics here on the Co-Optional Podcast, discussing your yeah. mental health issues and right. uh, and baby shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, a, a lot of a lot of the articles in in one way or another were like, we don't we don't think that like gaming is a problem, and we don't think that you can just like suddenly be addicted to games. We think that there's other stuff going on that can that can create this situation that you might need help with, but you also need to address the other stuff. Right. Right. So I, I felt a little bit like a lot of those articles wound up being kind of clickbaity, you did. know, and very much so. Like- <laughs> and, so. And they're causing like a lot of controversy. People are just coming out of the woodwork and, and being like, don't you touch my video games. And you know, right. what about the children, the children, but um, the person who opened the clinic Uh, basically quoted, well, the psychiatrist, she's the founder of the clinic, Henrietta Bowden-Jones, said the clinic will be run by the Central and Northwest London NHS Foundation Trust and will expand its services to other internet addictions in the future. So it's it's more than just gaming addiction. But um, her quote was, gaming disorder is finally getting the attention it deserves. And I just, I feel like that that's just a bit off-putting that they kind of take that harsh stance that it's that much of a problem it's super serious now all of a sudden uh, right. i mean there have been clinics that have kind of helped deal with us in in certain parts of asia but i've ne- i don't believe i've seen too many here that mm. uh i mean sure pay clinics but the fact that it's going to be covered by the nhs i think that's a pretty big deal that is a pretty big deal a yeah. lot of britons have it subsidized yes yeah so i'm sure we'll yeah, see a lot of, of pushback on yeah, that in I the mean, future i I don't know. I think I think games will definitely provide something different. You know, it's obviously case by case. Um, mm. And when it comes to like gaming disorder, I, it, I think you're right about the clickbait. A lot of people are looking at that and immediately being like, "Gaming disorder, another attack on gaming." Fuck but, you, yeah, yeah. But just like you said, like there's obviously more to the article. I personally playing games like save my life you know what i mean like so it's very hard for me to see it in any light that's negative obviously i have extreme bias but Mm. i you know i do have an addictive personality too i just i see a lot more positive in games than negative so i didn't join the discussion because while i understand that it is clickbaity i also know that typically people that don't like video games are often very ignorant 
to the community. It's just like how when you say feminist, people are going to be like, oh, overweight, pink hair. Like that is what I, everyone tells me that. Like, and I see it online and stuff, but obviously they just have a really bad idea of what a typical feminist might actually look like, like the real truth about it. So when parents hear gamers, they're like, oh, Cheeto crumbs and delinquents and weed. And it's, it's, that's why I, I don't engage. You know, if, if people want to change their opinions and get to know us more, they're going to see that most of our community is a really solid, grounded group of people that just love having fun. So I, I don't want to debate anybody on Twitter about that shit. I'm just, I, no, I, I think you bring up an interesting point, and that's kind of what I was hoping someone might interject mm. into the conversation is all of the positive things that gaming can bring to each of us. Mm. You know, mental health situations. I myself have anxiety and depression issues. Preach. And certain games have helped me crawl out of whatever hole I've dug myself into somehow Ooh, or yeah. just fall into. And you know, helped me be motivated to actually go out. I have agoraphobia issues as well. So a lot of times, I mean, I can't actually tell you the last, I think the last time I left my house was actually to collect my husband's ashes. That's been a month. I haven't yeah. left my house. So for some people, maybe that seems normal, but to me that doesn't seem normal. I can't carry on with my day-to-day life and activities and you know be a productive member of society um i mean the internet makes it possible to do a lot of things but (laughs) i'm not you know i'm not myself who the person i envision my best self to be so gaming helps me with that aspect i have social anxiety issues and so mmos can help me a little bit in a way you know sure you've got the trolls and the trash being hurled at you but at the same time, there are kind people, people just willing to help you complete this side quest or something. And they're nice and kind and interacting with those people <laughs> is helpful. It helps me uh, practice to prepare to be out in the physical world again. So for the World Health Organization and, you know, the NHS to come in and be like, I just don't want them to ever take the broad stroke sense of video games are bad and they can only lead to the demise of everyone's day-to-day activities. Is that and what limit this them. did, though? No, they're they're talking about the World Health Organization is trying, basically they're debating it now to add it and schedule it basically as a as a disorder in next What's year. possible that it, that for some people it could be a disorder? Right? A disorder. I mean, you can be addicted to alcohol because it causes impairment and slow of brain function do those same exact things happen when you play video games well i don't i think addiction isn't just about the effects of a thing i think it also has to do with the fact that uh let's say you do suffer from a wide variety of other things and you go to video games as an outlet there's the possibility that you become too reliant on video games and then it becomes something that it's like your crutch and Mm. that's not healthy either so that i mean i definitely think there's some validity to saying, hey, we'll take a look at it. I don't know that I know of information that I can say that it's like, ah, yes, people are really messed up because of video games. But I feel like there definitely is a line where there's some people, I, uh, just for the record, I've said this story a million times, say it again. Michael Christ, one of my good friends from school way back when, threw a party at his own house, ditched the party to go (laughs) raid in EverQuest. Let's go. I was like, that's not good. You're right. It was at his own house. It was his own house. And he vanished. And people were like, hey, he a real one, though. Salute. 
he didn't throw a land party he just threw a party and ditched he threw a real party at his house vanished people thought he was getting laid upstairs i went upstairs he's He's like i've been waiting 14 hours for this thing to spawn and i have to get it i was like why though and he's like let him know he knows don't you understand and i'm like i I don't here's the thing that was late that was like late 90s jesse cut to 10 years later and i was the i was like i have to get this loot so he was just he was on the bandwagon early but yeah no i can understand and i also think yo i also think if there is some form of mental health uh help offered for video games number one people they should offer to are streamers because (laughs) i've never met a group of people in my life who feel so compelled to keep working even when it's against their best interest. They're like, I haven't streamed in 16 hours and I go, oh, I got to stream because I don't stream. I'm going to lose all my subs. It's like, yo, that is not a healthy attitude to have. But, but that's, that's not a, that's not, that's not intrinsically tied to video games. No, Ooh. no. But I'm saying like, if they're going to, if they're going to get on that route, right. jump over to streamers and like offer real help because there's some people that I'm like, I've streamed every day for 486 days. It's like, yo, that's not <laughs> a good thing to, to be proud of that's terrible like take um, a break uh well right it, it definitely depends i think there like if you're gonna play games every day you know you might as well hit that stream especially if you're making that green i mean if i was if i would stream 24 hours a day i wouldn't sleep if i if like somebody just paid me to do it i mean like hey some people's motivation is money like their addiction comes from just loving money so they're playing every day they're 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 damaging their body but they're getting paid to do it so is that gaming addiction or does this person just like to get paid you know i, think, I, mean? well, like, I agree and i think they're they're connected i think the idea of of researching one should allow for the research of another and that you know there's definitely a phenomenon of people in the gaming influencer space that are just like about it and you don't see that a lot with other types of YouTubers, especially when they're like, this is my once a week vlog that I made, or this is a silly video we made together. There's like, there's oh, things YouTube. that are different. Well, that's because oh. with, with streaming, you <laughs> literally go from like, I have this many subscribers, you take a day off and then you have a lower number, like instantly, oh, yeah. right? And like that mentally for somebody who's who's more of a workaholic, like that mentality will make you feel like, I need to not, I can't stop. Like I need to go for longer stretches so that I can, you know, reach more people and I need to hit different time zones. But, and like but it, that would, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just that no, it's is something good. that I hear all the time. And like, I, I can't help but feel that that is like placebo because here's what's not happening. I know for a fact, like, I mean, oh, cause it's not a fact, but I really find it hard to believe that. Like if you skip one day, people are like, Nope, that's it. I think that those subs were going to go anyway. And when you stream, you gain more and it evens out and you get an average that makes up for, you know, the amount of people that have left. I totally, I totally yeah. agree with you. I think oh, the problem- that's, not, that's not what a lot of people. The descriptor of what you said, Dukes, literally, and I am definitely no drug addict, but like good, good. It, sounds, it sounds like, like a, a drug addiction thing. Where it's yeah. like you are chasing that, like I have. You are to, chasing the high. The it's the adrenaline, the oh. adrenaline that you get. It's, oh I mean, yeah, lock that, me up then. It's <laughs> the same thing with with, <laughs> quest, with quest turn-ins and MMOs, and this is why gaming addiction uh. does have a bit of you know, um, 
I guess it is a bit relevant to the term because you're getting that adrenaline. I completed this. Ooh, I leveled up. It's the same thing oh, with the platform. Sure. I'm like, excited right now. Like, right. Well, like the Twitch platform, and I love you guys at Twitch. Please don't ban me, but even the Twitch platform encourages you. Like, you've streamed this many hours, this many days. Here's this achievement. You can get yeah. these emojis because now you're affiliated or oh, a Twitch partner. Yeah. And the kinds of people that are gravitating towards streaming on, on Twitch the most, I feel, are people who have never worked as a contract worker before. So they're not used to the whole, I don't have a punch in, punch out. I don't make a certain amount each week. How do I micromanage my life? You need mm -hmm. to figure out your own punch in, punch out, and don't let other things come in and intrude upon your day-to-day -day life and your routine in such a way that it's damaging to yourself and to others. And also, let's be very clear. I think the vast majority of people, and, and this is a why, I'm just going to paint this swath with a big brush here. I think a vast majority of people, at least from who I've dealt with in my own life, going into youtube or streaming or whatever there's a reason mentally why people will subject themselves to all the bullshit that comes with this lifestyle because they're like i like when people tell me that i'm doing good on the internet and i make funny videos and that kind of, like absolutely there's, there's a void that people are filling by creating content yeah. and that's i think that adds to it it's just another level of like okay i can see how this the constant feedback loop of like, oh, I did good, so I'm gonna do good again tomorrow. And if I do, if I go longer, then I'll do even better. And if I make money, to like, you just keep filling like the hole inside you because you're like, I just want to be good today. Okay, cool. It's mm -hmm. a problem. It is a problem. And you know, full disclosure here, I'm just disclosing information about myself to share with you guys in case you have these issues too. I have to pop an Adderall before I even go on stream uh, because my attention just goes boop. Boop, boop. But then at the end, I have to take a Xanax because I am so up here and I'm also having to drink caffeine, which I don't usually drink at all for Yo, dietary Jenna. reasons. Jenna. But I have to bring myself down after a stream. And that sucks. It's, it is technically, in a way, drug abuse. I'm prescribed these things for different reasons, for anxiety disorder and ADHD. But I feel like I'm having to take them in order to even produce the podcast or content in general, and then have to bring myself down in a not in, in an artificial fashion, I guess I should say. Have you ever done a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah, Jesse Cox, I happen to live in a state where it is not yet legal. <laughs> well, that's I mean that's you need to I've never people done in the drugs. Yeah, no, we we hear that about you, Sky. Sky and, I share, Sky and I live. share a different I'm kind of drug addiction. I'm high on life. Yep. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't cry. I do nothing. But you eat, just like oh. I do. <laughs> yes, I do. And this is the whole oh. thing. It's like once I slimmed down, I had to find a different addiction, if you know what I mean. And that's that's sad. It's I'm, I'm not dealing oh, with the bro, core problem. I, yeah, when I, when I lost, when I was at my lowest weight... Like, it's like a movie. Life was hella good and shit. And then just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. And then I just, cheesecake doesn't get mad at you. You could just eat it. And there's no, like, there's no stress. There's no drama. There's no betrayal. The cheesecake is just right there for you. That's why I eat. And food is just like, have you ever had the itis? You ever, like, go to, like, a like a buffet and you just eat so or much Or you go food? to a Korean barbecue? Oh! 
Oh my God, Biscuit Bear at that. Oh God, it was the cutest shit in the world. He just it was. was not ready for all that food. He ate like, it's like, it's almost like he's just never been to all you can eat. He just, yeah, more of this. And he does it in his accent. It's the cutest thing in the world. It was amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, you're, weak, yeah. you're weak to that accent i can tell uh, uh, any accent it's 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 ridiculous <laughs> any, a, accent? any accent if you have a scottish <laughs> accent <laughs> I'll cut off it's me hey it's I'm just gonna all right you. all right you want to get a little telly whack a head hot give him a wristy all day eh? give him a wristy a wristy i learned that's australian for a hand job <laughs> a wristy oh give him a no. wristy women or actually anyone that does that it's not just the wrists what is going on look look i'm not telling you that i made it up because that's my thing although it could be with you scoy hey oh you know, my lord i'm not trying to watch rocco's modern life it's, it's like a it's like saying. a weird oh, mix God. of cockney oh, and, and like accent. gold coast aussie it's really oh, strange <laughs> i would i would that's cut off cute. my arm for a scottish boyfriend holy shit <laughs> their accents oh are so adorable it's not fair it's like they're they're always it's like they know magic like i just think they're the, they know magic. everyone and everyone over there knows magic and they're all in every game that i played that's like fantasy well, adventure. i mean hogwarts is in is in scotland so why oh not? my god <laughs> why wasn't i picked for hogwarts you're <laughs> Because you're a muggle, that's no, why. I wanted Hedwig to show up like a real-ass nigga at my house. Like, Nope, because you're a muggle. Anyone, I mean, come on, everybody wants to say it. that. You know what? You're a muggle too, Dukes. You're Don't all say muggle. that. I'm telling JK, Rowling. I'm telling her. <laughs> you're just going to tweet her, like, dear JK, am I a muggle? Jessica, <laughs> I don't think he's right, because I always wanted to go to Hogwarts. Love, Sky. Sky, what house yeah. would you belong to? Wherever Hagrid was, I didn't even care. Hagrid was just the keeper of the grounds. I don't. Oh, well, then, well, then, nigga, I'm a keeper. He got kicked out right of Hogwarts, cabin. so. Hey, okay, okay, then we leaving together. We hoofing it. We leaving <laughs> together. You're, you're gonna stay in Hagrid's hut at the edge I of would, the school. I will follow him till we both die, or until I die first. Hagrid is the best. Into the dark <laughs> oh, forest. Sky is there. Oh, yeah. And anyway, it doesn't even matter. But uh, thirst aside, I uh, I did want to. Just briefly go back to the the video game addiction thing. Sure. Mm. I shared this with Jenna, and I yes. uh, I think that it's it's something that I did that I I think that you know anybody listening could help you. It's helped me a lot. I think it's a great um, idea. Oh yeah, and I I I'm surprised it's working so well. So here it is. Um, so basically, what's you know I, I I'll spare you the details of like my youtube decline and the twitter drama depression's pretty much like made me its bitch and anxiety is just spitting on me on the floor um so what i did was i found that like i was only playing league of legends and overwatch like for a whole year i was literally only playing those two games every day 12 hours i wasn't even making content i was just sitting there being a delinquent and um then i but i just I didn't like only doing that. So my new year's resolution was I'm going to try to beat one game a month, one game of a single player game, or, you know, it could be like four players co-op, but not, um, not an, an esports game, not an MMO, try to finish an actual game. So my first one was darkest dungeon. That was in uh, January. The next one was secret of mana. That was in February, which is a 10 out of 10 game. 
And I find that like, once you sit down and commit to really beating the game, it, it's just one of the best things I've ever done. You, you mm. get these small, these, these small tokens of, of, of gratification when you play those games. And then you remember that even though video games right now, the popular ones are esports, there is a connection and stuff that you can learn from these single player games that I missed. You know what I mean? Like I spent so much time just trying to play League or Overwatch. I forgot about there's just so many games that are just so good and they give you different ideas. They get you in different headspaces, the way that you solve the puzzles, the way that you interact with the characters, like you really get wrapped up in it. And it's helped me get perspective of like why I'm here in the first place. It's easy to lose sight of why you play games, especially when you're playing ones that really only reward you if you're the best, mm. but playing games that you think are cool, and that you don't have to tweet about and that you don't have to make videos about. It's just you and the game. That relationship is what we had growing up, right? And these new kids that are being born, like, you know, your baby, you and Sam are gonna make the hottest kid. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna live in an, in, in an age where, you know, the, the art of single player video games, just strictly single player is, it's, it's, it's gonna dwindle. So if you're out there right now and you remember growing up, sitting in your room with your N64 or your, you know, Nintendo God Master Race. Try it. Try to just beat one game a month. Just one. And if you want to up it later on, go ahead. My recommendation, if you haven't already, is to find a way to pick up Secret of Mana. Wait, what am I find a way? It's literally on, um, it's on the NES and there's a remake on the PlayStation. Of, there's a, like a, on the PS4, right? There's a remake? Yeah, they did that. Play Secret of Mana. I, I think any of you out there, if you're struggling with stuff or you feel like you just like really want to feel good game, a 10 out of 10, Secret of Mana will change your entire fucking life. Just saying. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's an excellent resolution for you to have, Sky. And I mean, to be honest, I have a 15-year-old and all he plays all day, all day, is Gary's Mod with other people and it drives me up the wall because <laughs> I have tr I've bought him so many what I consider to be like the greats you know he's never mm -hmm. been at a want for anything Final Fantasy I'm talking about you know the OG stuff you know he right. has six seven eight and nine that I've bought for him hasn't played any of them and uh, I'm just like I just have got to. him Chrono Trigger hasn't touched it I've, oh. I've got him like the Tales of Vesperia Hasn't touched it. I've, oh, don't say that. Oh, I got him the Resident oh, Evil remake. Hasn't played it, and Wait, I just which one? The original remake. They're oh. remaking two now, but yeah. yeah. Oh my! I thought you got it early. I was like, no, I'm no, 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 no. Okay. Just the just the original. You know, just so he would have a chance to experience some of the same stories and characters. And I mean, I That's, got him yeah. Fallout New Vegas, and he hasn't played that either. And I'm just like, you are missing so much of like gaming cornerstones you know, and history that's and everything. like when parents tell you about an awesome movie that you should have watched and you just don't give a damn that's what that's like <laughs> I, thing. I subscribe to turner classic movies so i well, did actually watch so all of my parents yeah <laughs> yeah and that's when that you're inherently wrong unfortunately <laughs> i know i know it crushed, sucks it just, crushed it means you're getting old i know welcome to the club <laughs> uh, i mean that's yeah that, that, 
that's like life. dang i just got a wombo combo and i'm just like that's it's really hard to get them to play those games though i mean i don't blame them like you there's no market for them like the only way you would have heard of secret for mana is if someone told you true but these new games you know either freemium games or games that just literally to disappoint the world um there's too many of that being publicized. It's almost like games now are either phenomenal or made famous for being terrible. Um, mm. And we, I think that we, we, we fix so much of our heart into what's good that we forget that, hey, back then when I played, you know, Super Mario RPG, nigga, there was no guide telling me how good it was. I just played it. That's when you could walk yeah. into a game store and just pick it. There's just oh, you didn't pick up that now. Brady games, uh, you know. The, First off, the, you shouldn't have because <laughs> as an owner of that, it's the single worst guide in the history of that. <laughs> it is what? the Super Mario RPG. Oh, is oh, oh, yes. It's atrocious. It is one of the worst guides. It literally is. It doesn't tell you anything. It's like not, a picture. And not at all. the worst. Yeah. It, ba it barely tells you how to make it through shit. No, I agree. But this is like, I mean, it's a travesty. This whole I thing can write a better one. This whole thing is like akin to trying to get your kids to read books. It's like, read this book. It's amazing. Ah! Uh, they're not going to do that. You know, and two, read. and I felt like games taught me like a lot about life and about how to grow up in a weird sort of way. The stories that I read, keep in mind, I was a massive Black Isle fan. So anything like Obsidian wrote, like that was like, oh my gosh, like Planescape Torment. Yes. All my life. So I just, I feel like I gained some values from different games that I played while growing up. But to that point, you know, I slam my son for playing nothing but Gmod, but he actually knows basically everything there is to know about vehicles and weaponry of World War One and World War Two because that's, <laughs> those are the servers he plays on. He plays on this really hardcore World War One server where he will ban anyone who tries to use a gun that was not in that time period. They all, like... They all do the Amazing. whole military thing. Amazing. And these are older people, Damn. too. I mean, I was worried at first because he's playing with, like, these people who are, like, 40 years old who are right. on the server making it like it's literally World War One, and this is what's happening. And, he'll, like, I'll come behind him and I'll be like, oh, that's really cool. What's this? And, and he'll just be like, mom, you don't know that this is like a da da da. It was introduced at the very end of World War One. They didn't even really use it to World War Two. So I'm going to ban this guy because it wasn't real. They didn't use it at this point in history. And I'm just like, I love it. Okay. And there are people. <laughs> okay, I love you. <laughs> there are people bugging him to get promoted to like an, another rank. And he's like, that's not how you do it in the military. I will tell you when you get promoted. And, and he's just like authoritarian. And keep in mind, my kid has Asperger's, so he's a little special. But I mean, he just talks to these guys like they are the worst piece of crap going through basic <laughs> training you've ever heard in your entire life. I love it. I mean, yeah, that I mean that passion is is is, is definitely really cool. I mean, th that's what makes gaming so cool. Is that there's so many reasons why you play games, and so many different ways to interpret um, the games that you play. It's 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 definitely a very like I I recommend everyone play games. I was raised on games almost. Mm. Uh, it kind of sucks though that uh, YouTube in in some ways disheartens the uh, idea of going out and exploring like your own title. Because if it does, you know, if it doesn't have like a nice thumbnail and look really flashy, a lot of people will overlook it. But I do think that I'm seeing a lot more recent games that are coming out that look fantastic, and some of the creators are really putting their heart into these projects. And I, I couldn't be happier. It's because Smash looks. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Well, that's. I mean, if you remember back in the day, besides Nintendo Power or 
PlayStation magazine, the magazines that existed to promote the things that they were paid to sell you. Mm. And so you, other than that, you had to go discover games for yourself. And unless All those there was, demo discs falling out. And no power. Unless there was a hype game that everyone knew. Like, everyone knew you had to play Final Fantasy VII. It was just a thing. Right. Everyone just knew it. Um, everyone knew that Star Fox 64 was the thing you had to play, or Goldeneye, Whoa. right? There were games that you had Whoa. to play. But other than that, the vast majority of games, it was like, the fuck is Sam and Mac? Or like, or <laughs> Joe and Mac, or whatever that game was. Joe and Mac. Uh, what is... Um, like Knights of the Round, like oh. all the old fucking games that are awesome. No, I had no clue. I like rented them at a blockbuster. And was like, I must own this game now. Oh then, yes, Jesse, we don't have that anymore. That's Eternal Darkness. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, that is the single most underrated game that exists on an on a Nintendo console free. Oh my god. Sorry, I just had to say that. Eternal <laughs> Darkness is crazy good. I don't even like scary games. I'm a bitch, and I love that game. Oh, There's, my God. The, I, I, I'm glad they're bringing back the concept of demos, because for a while that wasn't a thing. It was just like, yeah, we're done with that. I like that pe- they're saying, hey, try this out now, and I'm, fi- I'm fine with people experimenting and trying new games and, and getting out there. I think that's, I think that's neat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, like, now a lot of games are being greenlit by like the community. Uh, and, yep. and, and I think that the demos serve to give something back to the audience while also, you know, making sure that people don't hate your game. Uh, and, and you can definitely weed out the people that care about their game versus people that just kind of want like money at the time. If I contribute to a game and the game turns out bad, like they about to get the cleanest email from me, like. I will meet those niggas at PAGs and we'll have a talk. But that's why I just, I breathe and I just calm down. But I have so much passion for games that like, if I see someone trying to rip someone off, I'll just go find them. Like, and just say, what's up? That's it. <laughs> just be like, hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, No hey, Man's what's going Sky? On? Y'all good? Mighty number nine, he said it was going to be, you know, the same thing as Mega Man. What's up? What's good? <laughs> like, but then obviously I just, I breathe. Oh God, I'm done. I'm just getting mad at myself. (laughs) I think that's a good time for us to take a break and uh, let you guys watch this ad from the late John Bain promoting Squarespace. Save 10% on your first order at squarespace.com slash cooptional. We'll be back after the break and then we'll talk about games that we have been playing or games that we plan to play today, like the adventures of Captain Spirit, perhaps. Maybe some other stuff. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Have you ever looked at a website and thought to yourself, wow, that person really has their act together. This looks professionally done. Must have been put together by a design company for them. Wonder how much that cost them. Now, have you ever considered that person could in fact be a giant fraud? Yes, indeed. In today's world, it is possible to create a beautiful, professional-looking website without years of web design experience and without hiring an expensive design firm. That is, of course, exactly what they don't want you to know, these charlatans representing their brands and ideas with these sharp, crisp-looking designs that look great on any device. Oh, that must have taken a while to optimize for both my PC and my phone, you think to yourself. It didn't. They didn't do anything. That's because Squarespace looks great on practically any device. 
these people with the gall to spend their valuable time on their creations and not their websites. Oh, you don't believe me? Well, it takes some time to fully open one's mind to the reality that the internet is filled with those who'd rather let someone like Squarespace handle the heavy lifting when it comes to their website. You can take a look for yourself over at squarespace.com cooptional and get 10% off your first order and a free trial. See how easy it could have been this entire time. Choose from hundreds of beautifully designed templates for any product, service and idea. Enter your content in just minutes and away you go. Oh, but they must have some expertise, I hear you say. What if something went wrong? Of course, they need some knowledge to fix it. Well, that's where they have you fooled once again. With Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 support, these people don't have to have the first clue about web design or server maintenance. If somehow you break something, Squarespace has people on hand to fix it and let you go about your business, whatever that may be. Blogs, storefronts, portfolios, galleries and music libraries are all made possible without expertise or design experience, so you can spend your time where it matters your new line of meditation aids for dogs. If you can sell it, Squarespace can get you paid. Accept payments from all over the world with Stripe, Apple Pay and PayPal support. You are now in possession of forbidden knowledge. All these incredible looking websites put together quickly and efficiently thanks to Squarespace, where what you see is what you get. You don't even have to faff around with domain names. Squarespace domains will get you the name you want and handle all the setup in a snap. It all sounds too good to be true. Well, it's not. It's merely a grand conspiracy to make better looking and easier to build websites. If you'd like to be a part of that, then head over to squarespace.com cooptional for 10% off your first order and a free trial. Be a part of the conspiracy and make it with Squarespace. Welcome back to the Cooptional podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed our musical break. I hear it was lovely. Aww. Excellent. Um, so, games that we are playing, or looking forward to play. Eh? Thoughts? Mm, I mean, I'm not sure how much we can talk about it, but Dodger and I played through uh, Captain Spirit today. <gasps> yeah, oh, it's super already? cute. Already? Oh, I haven't played it yet. I want to. I'm, I need to today. <laughs> It is uh, very nice. Cute. And, um, yeah. Story do you guys, about it, uh, no, I, I just, do you guys feel like it really sort of fits in with the Life is Strange universe? I mean, obviously, the, yes. the art style is very similar from what we saw during, like, the E3 coverage. The answer is yes. It, 100% it, yes. Yeah, okay. it definitely feels no like No spoilers. It's, <laughs> yeah, no of spoilers. course not. It feels like it's in the same world, but is doing exactly what I was hoping for, which is, like, tackling a different sort of family dynamic different sorts of characters um right. so yeah yeah we both we both enjoyed it it took us like what two and a half hours something like that yeah that. Mm -hmm. um yeah and uh just to add on to that uh what was sam wearing when you guys played that <laughs> sam uh, wasn't here unfortunately i wanted to like yeah, get like no, an idea no. of what he wasn't here oh you know that that's part of the game just wanted to ask <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. No, Sam wasn't oh, no, Yeah, 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 no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, um, it's all right. Yeah, no, you know, he wasn't involved you know, at all. Just but, um, always should include that with... Uh, yeah, no, I understand. It's important. With, but with it's game important, reviews. But, um, yeah. <laughs> We've already gone there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in terms of games that I'm playing, uh, I just got done playing Divinity Original Sin. 
that was actually it's a great game. Good game. It is. It, it was that was this the first one, game. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I beat both. Oh, oh okay, got yeah, it. I beat, I beat I beat one and two. Um, and like, damn, it. <laughs> they really went in. They really wanted that game to be good. I think there are some shortcuts I feel like they took near the end of the game that made it seem a little like lacking, kind of like the same thing with Cuphead. Like how Cuphead, the first world was amazing, but then it kind of got a little more repetitive. Divinity kind of suffered from the same thing, but I just saw that when they released it on PS3 or PS4, it's like they're doing a whole bunch of new shit. And mm. there's a little dwarf and his name is Beast and he has a Scottish accent and he was my husband and he's adorable. <laughs> now him. we know your motivation for playing oh a hundred percent do not think that i played like as soon as i knew that you can have romance with the characters i bought the game and i played it <laughs> there was no, there's no other motivation i am absolutely a thirst monger um but then after i beat that for the past two days i've been playing a game called trails in the sky um i don't know if you guys have ever heard that or heard of the game it's no Legend of no trails do tell us it is a um it's a very uh, detailed, intense, turn-based RPG that uses tactical elements as well, like in the little like block form. It's very hard. Uh, I, I mean, I have it on Nightmare. I just like hard games. But usually in Nightmare, you know, I think we all play games. Is that the Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Um, I, I mean, all of us as gamers, we... We definitely know that sometimes a game's version of nightmare mode is really not that hard. Like they put right. like a little more health on something, or maybe you don't get as much recovery items. It's like or whatever. a damage sponge, or yeah, 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 exactly. But in yeah. this game, it uh, it really makes you study. Like you have to make these perfect magical combinations. You got to make sure your characters are in the right way. And I usually breeze through these games. This shit is hard. Like. I had one boss. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna be a bitch. I'm about to over level. Like this game ain't gonna get me. But I guess <laughs> some of the bosses scale. So then, like, uh. I walked into this boss fight, and this big ass dog nigga just killed me in like two hits. And I was like, that's just not real. Can be real. So it wasn't real. And I just closed my eyes and watched Golden Girls. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, but that game is what I'm currently playing. Uh, it looks or it is very fun. Very, I like it a lot. Mm. And then my future game is Smash and Mario Tennis. <laughs> Excellent choices. Yeah, uh, I know a bunch of people who are like addicted to Mario Tennis right now, and I don't. Oh, I mean, I haven't played it, but I just don't understand. <laughs> oh, it's 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 like it's kind of like uh, you play Harvest Moon at all? Yeah, I love Harvest Moon. It, the Same. There is though. Like, I mean, in reality, Harvest Moon is about some pixelated white kid that goes around and does chores. And he yeah, I love it. Villager. But that game is tight, right? Like, <laughs> I married the shit out of Potpourri in the mm -hmm. 64 version, the pink hair lady. Oh, I nice. That bitch immediately. But, like, obviously, I'm not going to get a farm and raise shit. I think that's what tennis does is for, you know, for overweight people like myself or the lazy or both, Mario Tennis gives you that tennis experience without <laughs> getting up from the couch. You don't even have to Wiimote it you could if you want right. and the mario games have always had this charm that i think unconditionally has always existed in a in a, in a an almost flawless way so mm. it's, you know you just got it you got to pick it up and try it. have you tried it yet i haven't tried it no sam's played a ton of it 
Oh, you have you just have to like if there's no other option. I I, I would I would divorce you. <laughs> you, you must. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. Like, it's okay. So good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um, I've been playing divorce I, incoming. <laughs> I've been playing a game that I think probably I think at least Brooks played this. Um, Detroit mm. Become Human. Oh. Playing the heck out of that. And God, I I no wish spoilers because I'm yeah. not there yet. <laughs> okay. No. Oh, I've, I've done a full playthrough, and I have two more playthroughs that are more specific that I really want to do just to see what happens. Do you Do you like it? How are you liking it? Fuck, I, I loved it. I love this game so far. I I don't really play that. Okay, I, I'm just gonna preface this all by saying. I rarely play things on console. I played things on console a lot growing up because I didn't have a computer that was, well, one, I didn't have a computer. Two, I didn't have one that was powerful enough to run the games that I wanted to play. Right. Um, but the only three games I've bought on PlayStation in the past, since we've had the PS4, have been uh, Horizon and um, Monster Hunter World and, um, and Detroit. So it has to be a pretty, like up their game for me to really be like oh, okay i'm so tired of hearing everyone right, else right, talk right. about it now i want it oh yeah, yeah. i'm i'm with you i'm so with you on that for sure and yeah, i i love it so far yeah. it's it's yeah. so good yeah, See, like Detroit that, like was that totally so good it was one of those situations where the the fandom was totally what made me want to play it because everybody was just like oh my god the robots in this game are so adorable and i was like fuck Oh my God! Fine. Right, the, the, the I want some robot children. Fine, I'll Marcus, play it. Marcus is like the <laughs> oh. dog anatomy, and like I would not stop screaming as soon as I saw him. I'm like, yes, Dad! Like <laughs> you have surgeries, but oh my God, I couldn't. I was I was over the moon, and I like was, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, do you ever play those with people? Like, do you ever like get together and like, kind of like a movie night? Like you just have people, you know. No, I know I know people who like with their significant other or with their roommates, they'll just like sit on the couch and play story-based games like together as a group. Yeah, yeah. I've never I've never done anything like that. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> I bet. I bet that's super fun. You should definitely try it. It's it, in this game especially like my uh my roommates, they uh, obviously you've played a little bit of it so you know that there's the the girl android is it yeah, Kara? Kara. Okay, it's Kara. Good. I yep. say her name wrong all the time. But like when it came to Kara, my roommates were so disinterested in that storyline, but that's the only one I cared about. I cared so, so then, much about that story. Oh my God, right? And I'm like, I'm trying to explain to them. I'm like, like almost crying. I'm like, you don't understand. Like that's just her daughter and she's doing this stuff. And like, but no, they just want to play their androids and hurt people. So when we would get there, <laughs> I would make all the decisions. And we, we kind of saw as the game progressed, like, who made the decision that was best for the people? And of course, but yeah. Um, since Jesse, since you are obsessed with David Cage, how, how are you? Have you finished your playthrough? I know last time we talked, you hadn't finished it yet. I think I'm three or four levels away from beating it. That's kind of where I feel like I am too. And and uh, I, how on uh, earth have I finished this game before you? That makes no goddamn <laughs> sense. <laughs> he went to Great. E3. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Like streamers can just get a game out in a day and then be done with it. Not streamers with babies. I didn't uh, stream this game. Still. Oh. I, have to, I have to play a thing and then render so it shade. and then upload it and like Damn. welcome to the she world. Said of she has a kid and she still finished first. <laughs> God bless. You know what? That just means you'll be a great mother. Thank you. Oh, oh and your kid I is going to be styled. 
I really, really enjoyed that game though. Like enough that enough that immediately I wanted to play it again. <laughs> I'm I'm somehow somehow knocking on all the wood, crossing all the fingers. Somehow, even though I'm terrible at QTE stuff, I still everyone's alive. Same. Okay. All right. Good. This everything is... seems like <laughs> smooth. Smooth as can be. So this is my problem. This is my problem right here. Oh no. Okay. So this is where anxiety and gaming can sometimes Breach. not work out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, In the first, keep in mind, I haven't played. I didn't play Heavy Rain. I haven't played um, <laughs> some of the other games. You know, David Cage is famous for. It's like he can do no wrong. Sacred Cow. I, I get it, and and I feel no, like I no. whatever. Anyhow. Within the first five minutes of the game, Connor has died. And oh! I have spent the rest what? of the entire game being remorseful <laughs> over the fact that I allowed him to sacrifice himself. Well, that's to, that's actually yeah. a part so, of that's part of the game is you can. Oh, I know. They'll, they'll talk about it later. Yeah. How did you do that? But until, oh, I, I but until that. that moment, I was like, God, should I restart the game? But... But no, I feel like I've already made this choice, and it was the choice that I was supposed to make. So maybe I'll just, you know, try to have him live in the next playthrough because I know I'll oh. play this more than once. Anxiety. But um, that anxiety was just like, now I feel so bad because I've gotten to know Connor more, and I'm like, how could you let him die, you stupid? Jenna, <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel better, same. I also because the the way that the game and this is literally. <laughs> like within the first few minutes of the game, everybody who's right. watching. So don't feel like, we're ruining <laughs> it for you. but like it, it gives you the option, like sacrifice yourself in brackets. And I thought that meant you like, that? I, th I, th I didn't read that as I'm literally going to die. Yeah, That's me either. That's that. not how I read no. it either. And so, but it was, it's a hostage situation. Right, no. and he's he's saying, "Look, let me finish." He's okay, saying, right. "He's saying, I'm not like if you if you let me escape, I'll just take the girl with me, and then once I'm in in like a good place, I'll leave her." And I thought at that point, with that prompt, I was like, "No, what what I want to do is trade places with the girl." Right, that's what I, I thought, thought it meant. Too. I thought that's what it meant, and it, no, we just got shot in the head, been, and I was it like, "Would have been like switch." <laughs> And it happened so, I so quickly, and I, I yeah, and I was thinking maybe I should start over, but I'm like, well, yeah. that's the choice I made, so maybe I should stick with it. Maybe I should but let that, this playthrough just well, be the. Okay. That's one of the playthroughs I, I want to do yeah, now. Though right. is like Connor dies immediately. To I want I want to like play through that. To be fair though, Jenna, just as from someone that I I used to have that anxiety really bad, like really bad. Now it's better. You should remember that like with Telltale games or games where you choose your own adventure, sometimes you do need to get a feel for the words mm -hmm. they use because it's not always what you want. And so That's like true. in that case, even though I will fight tooth and nail that he says, sacrifice yourself and there's, there's, he's going to die. But <laughs> to like, like just, just like how I found that to be really obvious, you didn't. And that doesn't make you wrong. No one's right here. So it's, if you feel that you should go back and redo it, it's because like, it's clear that you didn't think that I think that you should, I think it's totally fine, especially if it's the first thing. However, don't get halfway and then do it. Then I'll be like, okay, well. No, no, that's know. a waste of time at that Jesse, point. It was only because it happened so early on. That's why I was beating myself up about you. it. Yeah. Jesse and I did. <laughs> All right, Jesse, what? 
nothing. No, I I think that there, you know, there is right answers to this to this to this game. Well, of course, there are. There are no right answers. Oh, there are. Oh, there are. You have to oh, get in the mind fighting. of David Cage. What would David Cage do? Oh, we're, oh we're just man. Fight. Okay, yeah, like we I, I always feel like I, I was so spoiled by games that had the illusion of choice that now that I'm playing a game where choices actually do matter. That that was the problem. It was just jumping off onto the whole. Oh, oh yeah. this actually does matter. Whoa! If you, that, if you want choices that don't matter, go play uh, Beyond Two Souls. Oh, go play the last <laughs> David Cage game. We're like, there's a lot of stuff, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. Go play that one. And uh, um, yeah, then, Jen, you're talking about the circular cool. thing, mm -hmm. right? Like how it like it doesn't matter what you pick, but they they just find a way to make it work. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this one has a lot of. <laughs> paths and things that i was talking uh i don't remember who i was talking with someone the other day that literally was just like you got a scene i didn't even get and i was like oh okay so yeah there, the game has a lot in there yeah mm. oh yeah every time lot. i complete a stage that whole map that they show where basically it's oh, like here's yeah. the tree i love that i love that because i'm like Oh, there's things I didn't, you know, get. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. My anxiety will make me I mean, I'm a completionist, <laughs> so I want to do all those things, but I like the fact that they lay it out there and tell me exactly what I missed or where and, I missed it. And that you can just replay a chapter over and over and over yeah. again. I like that, too. Um, I, th I think that that would help with more completionist sort of personalities to be able to be like, okay, I need to redo this chapter as many times as it takes, you know. Were you guys just okay with that though? Like when I, I saw that. it, I freaked out. I was like, "Oh, I love that shit." I love. That oh shit. my! I was, initially, I, I, I freaked I was out. Like, oh my lord! I saw it and I was like, "Look at everything I missed." I'm Jesse gonna... and I played um, a really long visual novel called The Letter, and at the end, at the very end of it, we looked at the tree. Oh yeah, because everyone was like, "Look at the tree; it tells you the choices," and we were like, "No, we'll look at the end." Yeah, we don't. We don't want to know how many differences there could have been oh right right right, when, right when we actually looked at it we were like what the fuck there is so much shit that could have happened by the time you get to the last chapter of that game the tree, the tree is just like is, is <laughs> and the crazy thing is is we made it through with all of our characters living and even the devs were like that's not the real ending though it's like oh i know what? The only that's way to get the real art. ending is for specific characters to die. We don't know which oh characters are. Oh my god, that's the no, worst. No, no. I'd rather just die. I'd rather just be. I'd rather be shot. Like that shit. Like, and you know what's worse is that the, at the very tip top of the tree is probably just one little thing. But then, like going down, there's all these different endings. If I don't get an ending that's at the top of the tree, I'm canceling all my plans, and the rest <laughs> of my life is dedicated. Well, that's, I mean, that's what this thing was, is all of our characters survived, and then it did that, like, post-credits terrible scene where you're like, whoa, this ending sucks. And you're like, oh, what's the real ending? And we just, the devs eventually were just like, no, the real ending is that you, like, actual characters have to die, and it has to be, like, a horror movie. And I'm yeah, like... the ending we got was horrifying, and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone lived! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh, when the game ended... It ended with like scary shit happening. No, like when the game ended, it was a happy ending, and then it did like that post credits thing of like, you totally screwed up. That wasn't yeah, the real like, ending. Like something oh. really oh, awful happened, happened, like post credits. And then I'm like, just fighting the developer. Wow. Then I'm just I'm fine. I'm gonna just fight the developer. That's it. Yeah. No, they were like the real ending is you have to do it like a horror movie. Not everyone gets out of the horror movie. I was oh, like, oh. I can't. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I, I want everyone to live and be happy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I consistently watch bloopers of scary movies 
just to humanize those monsters because I, I I feel so bad for the people that die. Those are my fa- watching scary movies with no special effects or sound effects, like no like ADR or post is hilarious because it's just people on set and like the monster person. It's like, I'm a monster. And everyone's like, oh my <laughs> God, really? They're so, look Link, those can, up. can you link those to me on, on Twitter? Like whatever sure, you can. Sure, sure. Oh yeah. my Fuck, God. I would love to see that. Also too. go look up the different like old movies, like Indiana Jones before sound oh effects. Oh my God, I can't wait for this. I love oh, Star oh, Wars without sound effects. That's the most amazing thing. There's actually, it was just tweeted out a while ago, <laughs> uh, Jurassic World. The Jurassic World scene at the end of the movie where the uh, uh, blue pops up in front of uh, all the characters. It's them acting to literally like a plastic raptor head. And it is fucking hilarious. The one one Chris Pratt's in? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's Chris Pratt. And they're all just like terrified. But it's just like a fake plastic raptor head. And there's like eight guys behind it moving the raptor head. And they're just like Chris Pratt. It's love incredible. It. I love stuff like that. Oh, the same stuff is great. Um, then I have to give you one because I actually witnessed what I mean. I've never, I haven't laughed this hard in a minute. Did you ever see that video on Twitter, the Muppet blooper shit? Yes. Oh my god. That was, yes, that was really good. Jenna, Jenna, hmm. if you need to laugh, you yeah, need you send me to that. watch the blooper reel of those Muppets. It is the funniest shit. I was rolling in my chair. I remember watching like the behind the scenes. Are you guys one of those weird people that that purchase your movies, like digital movies, like on iTunes for the extra features? I do that. (laughs) Or the director's Um, commentary. When I used Um, to buy DVDs, I would watch the extras and do the commentary. Yeah. So one of the movies that I buy on like every platform is The Dark Crystal. (laughs) And I love the behind the scenes, like Jim Henson stuff. And literally all those, all those puppeteers are cursing their heads off left and right, moving things all around. And that stuff is probably kind of similar, I guess, to the Muppet stuff that you're talking about. It's just crazy outtakes where they're moving every single thing. And it's ridiculously (laughs) like, how are these things moving around? And they were showing like, um, like the land striders, like literally dudes on stilts, ridiculously high, and these guys like putting on the Gartham suits and doing dances and stuff. And I'm just like losing it the entire time. So, I I, I buy my movies on iTunes occasionally because I like the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. Because I'm weird. <laughs> it's not weird at all. A lot of people. That's there's a huge market for that. You know, they they just they hunger for more. And that's why the Telltale game style is so successful because it appeals to the casual gamer that just wants to watch a story and the hardcore gamer it scales up like a like a like a like a light like a light switch you know that goes like dimmer you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's why people i think that's why it's such a great thing is there are people like you that'll buy it on every platform just for that which is totally fine that's not weird at all oh yay my purchase has been vindicated Woo-hoo! <laughs> hey i'm you know i've I bought worse i think we <laughs> all of us have definitely bought some shit that not gamers remorse what oh (laughs) no everyone has that sometimes um Uh, oh go ahead if if i'm good to say a different game yeah i was actually just going to bring up since he was talking about chris pratt uh jurassic world evolution oh Oh, yeah go for it chris Uh, pratt (laughs) so um i'm a bit ocd when it comes to my uh simulating games in general people who have watched John and myself play The Sims would know that I'm a stickler and I want my grid and I want everything to be perfect as possible. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution is my nightmare. 
Um, the gameplay loop gets pretty old after the, about the first two hours, but OMG original, like, uh, the voice actors are from the movie. And then, of course, yeah. we have the one and the only Goldblum, oh, who wasn't even in oh. Jurassic World Evolution, but he's there. His voice oh. is there in the opening. And so I literally just continue to play just in case his voice comes from some somewhere else t- telling me about the amazing you oh know, my choices God. and horrible <laughs> things I've done. But I have issues with this game because, like, the security officer is telling me to do things that would weaken security and and it's like why is that a thing so the game has flaws and yeah if there wasn't a security officer who was terrible at his job then there wouldn't be movie it wouldn't be a movie yeah that's how it works every time (laughs) there's never they never make consistent good decisions yeah it's never like here's my fully charged cell phone i want us to stay right here and i'll call so it's always like (laughs) Let's run from the dinosaurs. There's an abandoned shelter with no walls. Like, yeah. Oh my God. A, a movie with good decisions. It'd be a five minute movie. Mm-hmm. True. You True. can tell it's what what very heavily Let's leaning not go where the, the dinosaurs movie. are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, exactly. Hey, you want to come with us to this abandoned mansion? Nah, I'm cool. Bet. And then the credits is just a five minute Uber ride back to his house. That's it. That should be movies, but it's never that. The first hour, I was like, kind of like, okay, I can kind of cope with this. Sure, I can't put my buildings exactly where I want to, but in the end, it's about the the gameplay loop of creating the dinosaurs. And so I got to a point where I was like, oh, this is this is okay. I can cope with this. I'm kind of balanced between all three advisors: the entertainment, the science, and security or safety. And you know, my park is bringing in money. Okay, that's great. And then this entertainment <laughs> guy gets this amazing idea to introduce a meat-eating dinosaur that decides to kill everything. My park lost all its money because the guys for the tranking wouldn't get there fast enough. It was like a gameplay bug or something, but I couldn't even get in that in the chopper and direct them there. They wouldn't go. That's a feature. The dinosaurs that eat everyone, that's a feature of Jurassic Park. (laughs) But they weren't eating the humans. They were just eating the other dinosaurs. And I mean, sure, that makes sense because you're supposed to set up a feeder for them. Nature did find a way to block my ability to, because they give you an option. It's like you can either dispatch like a helicopter to trank the dinosaur who's causing the trouble, or you can get in the chopper yourself and fly it over there and do it yourself. It wouldn't let me do either one. It was just like, nope. It's not going to happen. It took me to like load a new save to realize <laughs> it was a bug because right. I just oh, and point of order. Mm. Is there a scene in a Jurassic Park and or world movie where a T-Rex bites a helicopter? Because that would be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> where he like does a I don't know. Pulls it out of the sky. That'd be probably scene. So, so this new movie that you're making now will star Jenna and she'll be called Good Decision Jane. And yeah. Then Jesse will direct it and it'll be a four minute movie. Right. Where they're oh perfect. Here's the whole movie. We uh we we fade in to Jenna about to get on a plane or, or a helicopter. Helicopter. And then someone's like, we're gonna go see the dinosaurs. And then Jenna's like, nah, I'm good. Then the and then the helicopter flies, a T-Rex bites it down. <laughs> yeah. Kills everyone. And then Jenna charges at the camera and goes, see? And then the credits <sighs> just roll. And that's I it. told him. Yeah, that's it. Will collab on the theme music. 
Making the correct decisions keeps you alive. Yeah. That's going to be great. It's gonna like, be we'll get Jeff Goldblum to reprise prices uh, roll again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like that already kind of happened at the end of Jurassic World anyway, as it was like Bryce Dallas Howard, like deciding to wear high heels throughout the entire movie, running outrunning a T-Rex. It's in, always hours in into the movie. They finally do something good. But outrunning a T Rex in heels, it's yeah. I mean, good, I don't good decisions. Know. I don't know. I we don't know. They good, have tiny baby. little hands anyway. It's so cute, and they can't scratch themselves. And no. oh my god, my friend, uh, my friend, his name is Dondi. He has a, a game called The Isle, and he's like, he just does so much work for these dinosaurs, and he wants me to appreciate how detailed they are. But honestly, for any dinosaur game, I just want to see how cute they are. I want to see their little hands. I want to see their little, like, their struggle to do dinosaur things. Yeah. Sleep and yeah, oh. like dinosaur struggle. That's what any, you're into. The dinosaur struggle, struggle. You mean, yeah. You mean like Making the day-to-day -day domestic struggle that was featured oh, on the hit yeah. 90s sitcom Dinosaurs that came oh, on after Full God. House? <laughs> oh, of course. Right? Like, I'm that's the baby. Oh. <laughs> I keep telling him. And look, if you're if you're listening, anyone that's making a dinosaur game, give all of the dinosaurs top hats, and see what it does. <laughs> it is that is like it's gonna, oh. raptors with top hats. Can Excellent. you imagine? Oh. I'd buy it. No, I'd lo I love that. Um, so cute. So a game that I'm trying to play, uh, but I haven't convinced myself that I should play is Vampire because it's gotten some. I wanted to play it because initially I Next. saw, I read it, and I, I'm like, I want to play this. But then I started seeing some negative reviews before I got to actually oh my play God, it. Please just play it. Holy okay. shit. And that's the whole thing is I've just been so scared to yeah, actually play it. <laughs> so the combat is is lacking in this okay. game, but it it completely nails the like over dramatic vampire story. Excellent. Thing. Okay, sold. Like Good. the main dude, literally, you know, if if you need blood, you can like eat a rat off the street and he'll just be like, what is this disgusting, deplorable world that I'm living? Like just so- Oh, so are we, are we Tom Cruise? <laughs> it's like, are we Tom Cruise or are we Brad Pitt? That's all I need to know. It's just, it's amazing. Does it do that on purpose? Uh, huh? Is that purposeful? For sure. Yeah. Okay. It's it's well, set in the it, it, it doesn't doesn't want to kill people. Like that's the point is you're it does though. It totally well, does. I'm gonna look Yeah, up. but if so, you're going for the good guy ending, you don't want to kill people. So basically. the way yeah, the way that the game works is like every single and we've talked about this before, so I'll try to keep it short. But um every like character that can apply to the story, every named character in the game. Um, you can talk to and learn more and more about, and every single one of those people can be eaten. You can like, you can decide, you know what? Fuck this person. I'm going to just eat them. Excellent. Um, so I can do a playthrough as Lestat and I can do a playthrough as Louis. Excellent. Yes. Perfect. Got it. Kill, you can kill so many people that the area becomes uninhabited. Yeah. Um, like you can murder everyone. Oh, you, good. Give that to also, her. Yeah. You can create situations where, where people are terrified to live there and they just leave. Wow, um, like my homeowners association. Excellent. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh yeah, but the, the idea is that morally the game encourages you not to eat anyone, right? Boo. You're like, no, I'm you know, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm I'm determined to 
you know, be good and not kill anyone. It's like they want but, you to be sort of Tremere, but you're kind of Malkavian. So <laughs> the game gets to a point about halfway through where everything that you fight is a higher level than you. And that oh. that that gap starts to do this. And when you eat people, especially when you've talked to them a bunch and learned a bunch about them, you get a shitload of experience. Right. So on one oh. hand, it's like, don't eat anybody, you know, morally, like you're, you're still human deep down. But at the same time, the game is going, but the game's getting harder. And I mean, that guy is like a gang leader. He could probably oh. die. It, He's done that's bad so things. cool. Yeah. It's really fun that okay, way. Okay, I'm yeah. going to play it after the podcast then. <laughs> you should totally play. I, lo to. I love it. I've so had a lot of fun with it. You get more experience the more you like befriend them. Yes. So every, them? every character... So yeah, every character has a certain number of hints. So while you're like out in the world, you might find a letter and the letter is written by that person. And you're like, oh, this person has a daughter. And then you can go and be like, so I, I hear you have a daughter. And then you learn more about them and then their blood is like worth more to you. That is just sick. Yeah. It's super <laughs> fucked up. That's um, so, it's teaching people how to snitch and kill, damn. <laughs> That's not I, a good I, I played far too much Vampire the Masquerade to ever, like, not ever play Vampire, so I, right. I, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to do it right after I've the podcast. I really enjoyed it, yeah. Awesome. I, I can't wait to hear what you think about it. What are you guys playing now? I, I think, Sky, we've talked about some of the stuff that you're playing. Uh, yeah, Brooke, yeah. do you want to go next? There's another, there's another game uh, that I keep trying to play. It's called uh, Cultist Simulator, and it's like a it's like a card based. Oh, game I think we talked about that a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, I mentioned called, it during what? a pre-show. It's called Cultist Simulator. Um, I don't think I actually talked about it on a show, but it's like yeah, it's like a card based game where you're developing a cult. Here's the problem: it doesn't give you any kind of a tutorial, and it's nothing like any game I've ever played before. So every time I play it, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I keep thinking that if I play it for longer it'll become more obvious what's going on sure and it yeah. never does it looking never at it, <laughs> it never does it's just it's still so confusing for me even now um i'm showing it to uh, the viewers now um even just looking at it i'm i don't know it's like i see cards and i see buttons and that's yeah so you like I'm each right there with you pretty each type of confusing. button can have specific sorts of cards put in them. So like there's a work one and a dreaming one and a pondering one and like research and you can research certain types of cards and you can dream about certain types of cards and then that will develop more cards. And, but it's, it doesn't Holy like, shit. it's so confusing to play. It's so confusing and everything's on a timer. So right. no, that's what I'm saying. God, that yeah. is my that is my anxiety nightmare right there. Yeah, yeah, there's a pause button, but I still feel like even when I pause, I'm still like, I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and know. then there just gets to be more cards and then more decisions and mm, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if I can. It's get not into intuitive that. to play, but it looks interesting. That's why I keep trying to play it, because I'm like, fuck, I feel like if I figured this out, it might be really fun, but I can't. It does look interesting, but it looks just overwhelming. Too. Mm. Are you playing oh anything my. else at the moment? or? Um, I finally started doing, I haven't really ever done any VR stuff until <laughs> this last like week or so. Um, because I'm kind of cooped up in the house a lot. So Sam set up all of the VR stuff in the living room so that when the baby's sleeping, I can like get some exercise and like do stuff. 
Um, so I downloaded a game called Quiver. Uh, <laughs> that's entirely like archery. <laughs> you got it's a workout. Excited. Yeah. Um, and box VR I've gotten super into, oh which is, is like a rhythm boxing mm -hmm. game yeah. that lets you, um, it lets you load in any music that you want and it'll yeah. take a second and like scan out where all of the beats are and then just like create a workout for you with whatever music. Holy shit. I loaded up an entire album of Chipsel and I was dying. Oh, man. But it was amazing. <laughs> like I was so hyped the whole time. Is it like Audio Shield at all? I never played Audio Shield. It, it's just oh, like you're on a platform. And it you're sounds kind of similar. Different. Yeah, it's just it's like jabs and uppercuts and like. Oh, oh that's so cool! I'm yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. Um, I love VR. Beat Saber. I'm not. Oh. I'm not very good at Beat Saber yet, but fuck, that's really fun too. Obviously. Oh yeah, they nailed the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, so I've, I've, I've been trying to find more VR stuff. So if anybody has any, oh, I'm the VR goddess. I have VR for you. Yeah, yeah. I've cool. I've played every game on on the except that one, I guess. But I guess like for every game on the Vive at length. Like, yeah, I've got like at least thirty hours in most of the games. So after the podcast, or actually whenever, just let me know. I'll give you the Doom the VR. Rundown. Doom oh yeah, VR. I love I Doom love my VR. Podcast. So this, this would not be my husband's seat if I did not say Doom VR. <laughs> Doom VR. Oh yeah, Biscuit Bear is definitely uh, he was all about that. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh cat. She keeps trying to walk in front of my shit. <laughs> Cats will do that. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? What are you playing? Uh well, I I try to play a game called Dude Stop which is a game that is uh it's it's a very very simple game it's it's kind of pixely the idea is that you are a test subject for this guy's video game and he has a bet with a guy like the beginning is him talking on the phone with this guy and he has a bet that you'll play through it without screwing up and the whole point is to purposely mess with the guy and screw up and he gets angry and so basically the narrator is the developer yelling at you uh very cute the problem is, is I encountered a lot of bugs, like a lot. And so when then it's one of those games where the narrator's trying to like shit talk you and you purposely are trying to mess with him when you can't figure out the thing that messes with him. And he keeps saying the same line over and over and over again. You're like, all right, this, this is a pain in the ass now. Um, very cute. I think maybe with a few more updates, it might become like a fun quick game to play, but uh, it was, it was all right. Um, <clears throat> other than that, uh, Octo, dear Octopimp and I are playing Star Trek: The Next Generation, a final Unity, which oh, is man. an old like mid '90s point-and-click adventure starring the entire cast of Star Trek: The Next Generation, their voices and everything, in point-and-click adventure form. Holy crap! Is it? That sounds legendary. It is amazing. But my favorite part of the entire game so far is. One of the the basic uh, cycle of the game is you are, you are going through the neutral zone. A mission will pop up. You go do a thing. It is part of a bigger story. You find out a clue for this bigger overall story. You go back to the neutral zone, do something else. One of the planets you eventually go to is called Shonioso Epsilon 4. I think that's the name of it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> None of the voice actors say it the same way. And many times in between sentences, they'll say it differently. And it's become such a funny bit now where 
there's one there's one moment where Jonathan Frakes, aka Commander Riker, literally, literally just goes, We've got to go to Shonioso Epsilon 4. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just like pauses because even he can't believe they have to say it. It is oh, Shoni Epsilon 6. I'm so sorry, Chad. It is one of the funniest effing things I've ever there's also times where it's spelled differently. So uh like characters will just try to pronounce this name. It is incredible. I'm so happy. It's all the voice actor, all the actual actor actors. Um, it's a lot. There are combat scenes that make no sense. You just press buttons and hope it works out. It is genuinely an incredible game. I've never played it. Uh, there's one moment where you meet a guy, an alien who literally is just a bald dude with dreads. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure, sure, this is an alien. All right, it's really good. I've never had more fun playing a game. I love point-and-click games. They're so much goddamn fun. I like I going back it. and playing some of those games that we enjoyed in, like, the 80s and 90s. I remember playing um, Starfleet Academy. That was a game I put a lot of time into, and it wasn't the best game, but it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> Yeah, my plan now is, after I play this one, is I want to play the Star Trek FMV game, which is uh, Q. It's like you're on board a ship, but Q shows up, and then the Borg show up, and it's like a... Amazing. Yep, Anything I, with Q is is already 10 out of 10. I, man, Next Generation was a good time. That was a <laughs> good time to be, like, into sci-fi stuff. Um, When you say point and click, is it, like, missed at all? Like, do you consider that? No, I consider Mist is like a a point and click puzzle. A game that you could have beaten within the first five minutes if you had actually known what was. Oh going my to happen. god, <laughs> Jenna! It took me a fucking. I was a dumbass kid trying to be smart. It took me forever. I think Mist qualifies as a like what would the word like a puzzler or a uh first person puzzle action uh, not action adventure maybe i don't know point and click to me has always been defined as as a game similar to sam and max or Zoom. uh yeah like like those games where it's like you move the character on the screen or oh, Pink, okay yeah, yeah. or, so, or diablo is one or? the tentacle no 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 uh diablo is definitely 2.5 yeah like isometric like that kind of thing point and click is is you know you're you are highlighting an object and oh you, got it you, know, you talk to the object and the thing that and your character's like i don't know like right. that kind of stuff <laughs> um yeah I, I think i'm trying to think of more recent ones but uh yeah i, I wouldn't even consider grim fandango i think is is about is is a good example of point and that's click. a good yeah. example mm -hmm. uh, indiana jones the fate atlantis is one of the best point and clicks ever it's so good um yeah, like uh, even Leisure Suit Larry is a is a point and click. Yeah. So yeah, um, th those are fantastic, fantastic games. Um, but I I've always been a fan of those. Those are like the first PC games I ever played. So finding out there's a Star Trek one that's literally the actors mm, is because yeah. there's so much dialogue in this game. I can't um, I can't imagine the entire time I'm just picturing them in the booth reading the dialogue. I can't. Some of the things they say. This is the. Just, I guess this was so excited. I guess this is like at the height of Star Trek, so they were used to saying crazy shit. But mm. some of the stuff they say is bonkers. And 
especially Jonathan Frakes, just doesn't give a fuck. Oh, it's like his face in the first time that they show up, like the next gen cast show up in the official Star Trek movies, and they're like in the holodeck, and so they're on the boat. Like oh, Jonathan yeah. Frakes on the boat with the hat. Like the look that he gives is just like, God, they did not pay me enough for this. I should have just done uh, Galaxy Quest and got it over with, kind of thing. <laughs> it's so it's so good, and and it has all the tropes of what you would expect in uh, like when you do away missions. You go down, and each character you bring four characters, and all four characters have different reactions to everything, and so each character has a different way of doing certain things. Oh my God! There's one planet. Where I literally sent Riker just because I was going to get him laid. That was my objective the entire time. I was like, <laughs> Riker's going to go down there and bone everyone. That's the plan. <laughs> it, it We did pretty well. I'm not going to lie. We <laughs> achieved our objective. Amazing. Yeah. So what a great oh, game. So that's what I've been playing. I'm so happy <laughs> I found it. Shout out to Octopimp for showing me that because I would never have known that it existed. That sounds, it sounds great. Yeah. Sounds uh, great. We got it. We literally DOS boxed it. It was like free. You can just download it from the internet. Hmm. I so, like those games, the free yeah. ones. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> if GOG had it, I'd get it from there. But I don't. I like those free games. <laughs> now I gotta go look. <laughs> oh. So Sky, uh, tell us before we go for the day or the week, I should say. We'll be back next week, obviously. Um, Sky, tell us a bit about what's going on with your YouTube channel. You haven't been putting out videos recently, um, so you want to talk a little bit about that? Or can we expect more yeah. content from you? soon well yes <laughs> what a segue there we go done yeah <laughs> there's your answer yeah whoa shit i mean i guess briefly um i stepped away from youtube and uh because i i was just a whiny brat like a lot of unfair things happened to me that i felt were just terrible but i also had a very terrible reaction to it like life just isn't fair shit sucks and then we die and it's like i can't i i'm too close to it you know like even though yes my channel got struck and i still can't consistently make thumbnails and i don't have premium ads anymore and i don't have the sponsorship thing all because somebody at youtube thought i was a white supremacist which they haven't even changed i'm still just a white supremacist for whatever reason but i just got mad I was just like, man, I, I make a video about constructive criticism of the N-word and its uses of what PewDiePie did. I get banned. But you have all these creators being like, and, 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 and. got millions of views, a line out the door to be signed. And I just kind of, it's the first time that I ever felt my race was a handicap. I've never felt that before. So hmm. I left. And then, you know, in my heart, I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I still got Twitter. Psych. Cause then I got banned for saying kick rocks and they took away my monetization. I was about to get like a $4,000 check from Twitter videos and that's all gone. I, I don't even have it now. And they leave me on read. And so it's like, I just kind of gave up and you're uh, still verified though. Right? So you're still the verified hater. Well, yeah. Cause I complained enough to get it back, but my complaining skills. <laughs> I can't even get a check. What about that? I mean, I am good. a white middle-aged woman in America. You are Shouldn't almost I the most get powerful that? person. I mean, is, uh, almost. <laughs> yeah, almost. You're close. You're almost there. It's close. I mean, how can I not it's already be men. entitled to this? <laughs> I, uh, that's, that's always a fun conversation, but 
I, when it comes to more content, I'll be honest, like for me, it's, I don't like not making stuff. Like I'm miserable not making things, but also I have made things, but I don't upload them because so far anxiety and depression just bodied me. It's kind of like, oh, try as hard as you want because YouTube will just strike you, pretend to care and then don't. And then like, oh, it's okay. Do whatever you want, but people can call you, you know, then word all these racial homophobic slurs, but I say kick rocks and I lose everything. The realization that my entire life is funneled into a, a facet of media that could be taken away for no reason. It really shocked me and really mm. destroyed me. Uh, it just, and then like, you know, it was a spiral from there. I lost a lot of relationships with best friends. I lost a lot of money, obviously. I became just a, a more disgusting person. So now I'm kind of in transition of asking myself, do I want to come through one last time for just a, a, for content that I have no expectation on because I don't know how people are going to receive it or do I hang up my hat? Because I, I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you this right now, everybody listening and all of you, if I come back to content, it's about to be the boondocks. Nigga, I'm about to fraud out every corrupt. I, I, all these people that had the, oh, let's fake drama for money. And I, they got mad at me because I said no. All these snakes coming out. So it's, it's war. But that's if I decide to do it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm right for it, you know? So, I, yeah, that's. Uh, it's a struggle and to add on to the sad biscuit bear just that's the only like that's the biggest argument for for me wanting to continue to make stuff because he didn't have to lecture me for 30 minutes about how he likes my stuff he didn't know that to me and he all. did while putting like galbi in his mouth at a, yeah, at a korean oh, barbecue yeah, well, yeah, that one was more aggressive and angry oh the one you mean the one in the convention center like the first time oh, you guys my, met oh yeah, i couldn't believe this man that did. was hilarious. <laughs> did not he did not sign shit. He just lectured me in front of like thirteen people asking for an autograph from him. I couldn't. I was like, damn. I've never been aggressively complimented. That shit is crazy. No, so no. it's like I, I I just remember seeing it coming. It was just when ah. he like yeah. I mean like when he passed, it was definitely like I was like ah oh, man, I gotta not be a bitch and oh, I gotta make stuff and I uh, I do want to. I just have to think about it a little more. I'm on the same page with you. I have anxiety issues and creating content of any kind just is like, I never felt like any, I couldn't even get two people to listen to me at school when I was a kid, you know, I was the nerd, I was the outcast, I was the introvert. So me having even the slightest bit of an ego to think that what I have to say matters to anybody, let alone make money off of it is like, no, that doesn't happen. I'm supposed to be out like yeah, milking it, the it, cows on the farm. Like it, I used no, to. right. And it, it break it it shatters me like, oh my God, when I see people tweet at me about wanting content, like I I know they, they mean well and stuff. It just breaks my heart because I'm like, damn, like you don't know how much I really do want to be in that channel. But if you go to my channel right now, what's embarrassing is that you could tell immediately when depression and all that shit came crashing down. You could tell by looking at the thumbnails. Scroll down and you'll start to notice that there are more sponsored videos. There's more no thumbnails. There's more like there's, there's less variety of content. Is like I just spiraled 
And what they don't tell you when you're a YouTuber is no one's going to save you. The same niggas that you helped out before and the people that you cared about, they're not going to save you because everybody wants to patch it back from a distance. It's a very, very treacherous world. And if you're not relevant for even a day, it's hard. And so, you know, I, I, I don't, I want to be mad at YouTube uh, and I am, and I want to be mad at Twitter, but it's that immature mindset that I think will end up damning me. So I don't know if I'm actually qualified to come back to content. Well, that's kind of why I yeah. invited you to come on the podcast is because I hadn't seen anything on your channel because I'm subbed and I hadn't seen too much about content on your Twitter. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe Sky needs just a little change of scene. I was in Brandon Rogers video. I was in like three of those. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> right. You know, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I, I, uh, I, I'm, ooh, ooh. What I will say is uh, I did make, I, I did make a video. It took me like 50 hours um, and I'm almost done with it. And what it is, is it's like four personalities in my head debating about this, about like what's actually going on. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. I like it a lot. Um, and I, I might, I might finish it and post it. But if it took you that long already, then it would be like me playing through Detroit and then starting over like three fourths the way through just because Khan hey, died in the beginning. So I know, I know. you gotta, I you gotta make it. Gotta make I it. I know, I know. It's just like, I'm, how do I get over wanting to just like, just, um, not anything bad. What I mean to say is to nicely sit down and discuss with YouTube and Twitter things that are just kind of bogus i can't not be mad about that because i'm a petty bitch like <laughs> how do i beat that i mean jesse you're both of you actually all three of you you could probably give me advice how do i stop being a little baby and a little bitch and how do i turn my channel from a diary about some black kid crying about dumb shit into a place that i can come back to that will work out i think reinvent literally reinvent everyone needs a makeover from time to time it's in every well, every rom-com ever <laughs> i don't think you should be someone who you're not however i feel that when it comes to you and your content people enjoy you when you're having fun mm. and when you are uh making videos that's you right. hilariously mocking someone's oh. stupidity people love that shit uh, more so than when someone is an asshole and, and you get in a fight with them. And, and I think at the end of the day, uh, the biggest thing is to realize who the assholes are, cut them out, and uh, not deal with those people. Even if they're the ones who are successful and the ones that can get you places and the ones that can like See, really that's, the maturity. that's the maturity I need because yeah. like I'm sitting here. I'm I'm not gonna lie, when the Twitter thing happened, ooh, bitch, I was crying every day. And I was like, it's literally all gone. And I'm sitting here fanning myself like I was in church, and I look at the Twitter moments, and like you got they're like, oh, Jake Paul and, and other celebrities do this. And it's like, man, I'm not too big on the Jake Paul and, and, and Logan Paul hate train. I watch it, but like this nigga threw Pokeballs at Japanese officials and ridiculing a dead body and they've been putting them in Twitter and what, Wojcicki just cut off their ads? Like, I get it. It's a business. Logan Paul is going to make you money. I don't care what anyone says about his content. That nigga is attractive. 
I would date this nigga immediately. I don't like, I would fuck Logan Paul free today, today right now. Like what people, they want to say everything about Logan Paul. This nigga's not ugly. He got it. He worked hard for that body, but it's just so disheartening that I see like, it's just so not equal. And it forced me to actually get a narrative that I hate. I hate well, the narrative. That but that's the thing is, is everyone thinks that in order to be successful on YouTube, you need to like, play the game and the game is interacting with people who are like kind of scummy all the time and mm -hmm. so you also have to realize there's a vast like there's that stratosphere of youtube and all those people i know some of them i know some of them who jumped to that platform and ditched some of us along the way and that's fine that's cool um i wish them the best i watched a video recently that was a bunch of people that i used to be friends with all in a room like congratulating each other for being super successful and i was like cool that's great congrats to all of you but at the end of the day it's not about them it's about you and what makes you happy and you got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to be happy with yourself and if you're surrounded by people who you're like these are my friends and they all ditched me those people weren't your fucking friends it's, they weren't your friends it's and not that's why you got to find real friends people yeah, who want to no, hang out I, with you if you got nothing yeah those I, are the people i my, my my losing my friends I, I do appreciate the sentiment but losing my friends is my own volition even if i was like you know vexed by depression and bad events it's still a mess that i created and that's just the unfortunate thing about life and all i can do is apologize and be better i can't expect anyone to accept the apology i can't expect anyone to like me again if i come back to my channel i can't expect people to stay i just hope they do and you're right you definitely there are a lot of ways that you can play the game everyone does it uh and but you know those channels like there are some channels that I've like been keeping tabs on that will that will decline decline and then and then there's this this point where it doesn't look like they can recover and I'm wondering if if they if, if there was something that anyone could have done to prevent it and I think am I in that mindset right now because I mean obviously the quickest way to kill my channel is to not post anything duh but it's a lot safer for my mental because if I don't post anything it's like, well, that didn't try, so I didn't really fail, but that's not rational and that's not good. And that's not fair to my audience that's been with me for years. It's a big struggle. But to, to feel that YouTube and Twitter, I just feel like a stranger. That's no way to live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I cannot believe that these niggas called me a white supremacist and then just straight up lied about everything they said they were going to fix. Well, it, come, it comes down to what your, you know, oh, what your right. expectations are for your career. I and expect what you to be. just make content and be a black nigga. Like I just, that's it. I want to play oh, game. You sweet, sweet, innocent man. That's never going to happen. Do you know what, what you need, Sky? Five Sky. years. Sky, do you know what you need? You need a co-host with a Scottish accent. Oh my God. True. Who's a bear? Sure, he can call me a white supremacist. I don't care. I'll just be like, oh, 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 like I'm down for that. This is, I'm, you know, I, don't worry though. I, uh, I will figure it out. I'm sure I'll figure. I, I asked a lot of people about this. Yeah, I got a lot of opinions. You just got to do what's right for you, and mm -hmm. it's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of effort. But we're here for you. You are right. Uh, I am. I hear that. And I'm completely, uh, I'm, everything is good now. No, it isn't, but that's okay. I just hate, okay, yep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I'd like to take a moment and thank Sky for being our host, our guest host this week for the Co-Optional Podcast. Uh, I just ruined the end of the show. No, you did <laughs> not, at, not all. at all. There are a lot of people who probably identify with exactly the same types of things that you're going through, and the advice, you know, goes not just here, but I'm out just to everybody about to who's listening. Stark, I'm going to make a list, and I'm gonna... <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna rem- I'll, I'll be black in a minute I'll, I'll go on my walk I stomp around my house when I'm angry and I just fan myself so I'll just I'll be professional though okay here we go on uh next week's show we'll have Margaret Crone who uh we've oh, had Maggie. And Maggie who we have repeatedly oh. shot in Secret Hitler um and oh I, I'm think I think I actually still have the shirt the the Maggie me shot me kind of shirt uh from Secret Hitler <laughs> amazing uh, yeah the fact that <laughs> love that shirt um and the week after that i believe we're going to have force on uh force strategy force gaming uh so I'm, I'm i'm doing better maybe next week i'll actually get the production under control you got this we, well, we figured it out pretty quickly yeah you fix it, right away. it was it was all going so well until john's computer shut down over the weekend to do updates and i came back and i'm like no all the settings. yeah windows is the worst for that it is the worst for that. let oh, us well. do it <laughs> sorry you're right thank you guys so much for tuning in to the co-optional podcast as usual you can check out the vod over on youtube.com slash cynical brit you can have that uh hopefully by thursday as long as i don't get too lazy we'll see how that goes uh, thank you guys again <laughs> once for joining us. Thank you, Jesse. And thank uh, you, Dodger. Thank you, so thank you Sky. And really fun. Thank you. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.